This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Um, well, yeah, so episode 353 with uh, Dale Comstock, Joe Teddy, Don the Pleb, and the faggot in the top right. We were just <laughs> talking about before. I didn't watch it yesterday. I was doing other shit. Um, but yeah, the uh, the... I only caught. I actually, I didn't see any of the impeachment. But Ted, I was no, no. Well, actually, there's a whole clusterfuck going on. Uh, Dale got banned on Facebook for making fun of Australians. And Ted no, 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 Americans, Americans. I actually called Americans dumb and got fucking banned for thirty days for hate speech and call Americans dumb. I'm like, I'm a fucking American. Uh, the inference is I'm a dummy too, right, dude? This is this was probably no, no shit. This was probably some fucking African. And the Serengeti fucking Facebook checker in his fucking grass hut and goes, ah, oh, fucking hate speech and fucking zap me, man. Like, what the fuck? I'm an American. I, I mean, who cares? Right? There was a gangbang. <laughs> There's the perhaps man. the most beautiful red pill gangbang of censorship ever. So, real quick. So, Facebook was hiding the comments <sighs> from Project Veritas's video. So, Project Veritas made a video about it. They got banned from Facebook for it. So, they posted the video on Twitter. Twitter banned them for posting the video. So they put a video on YouTube of Twitter banning them about Facebook banning them. <laughs> YouTube banned them. So I made an episode. So I made an episode. So I made a video about it. A guy commented on it about censorship. His comment was banned from my video about censorship, about YouTube, deleting Project Veritas's video, exposing Twitter for it's just this gangbang of censorship. It's just they're just running a train like the human centipede. Oh, my oh man, it, it really, he's not exaggerating at all. If no, you say, like, literally not- anything about this, somebody comes by and he's like, oh, my God. Uh, like, I can't believe you said something about this. The, the quantity of Karen is fucking ridiculous. Well, it's, it's, well, I mean, it's, it's, actually, you know what? I've done five episodes by myself in a row, and I don't think anyone wants to hear me talk anymore. So, <laughs> uh, Ted, I take it away from the top about the sham impeachment. Yeah, so dude, it's so funny. Dale got banned. I'm expected to get banned in here because I made a post last uh, last night about the whole thing, and and I let it fly. You know, I basically said in not so many words, they should freaking waterboard Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. <laughs> fucking really? I mean, seriously. But anyway, uh, I'm sure I'll get hammered. But yeah, dude. So I didn't watch any of the impeachment. What I, but what I did watch was the actually I watched the closing statements, the attorneys, Trump's attorneys, mm-hmm. and I watched. Um, the uh, actually some of the Democrats and Republicans after it, you know, talking on how the word they kept using was eviscerated. Yeah, they kept saying the the defense eviscerated, um, you know, their their case, and it was so funny because I watched Hannity last night, and I got you got to love that guy, man. He oh dude, he lets it fly, and and um, he kept showing talking about. You know how saying Trump said the word fight, we're gonna fight. Then they showed like 19 Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, we're gonna fight. Them. Gonna fight yeah. Oh, dude, it was so funny. And then, and then the other thing they kept showing was their, um, you know, the litigation they're trying to put against Trump to, to impeach him. 
I think they showed 10 senators saying, reportedly, 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 well, guess what, dude? I've been in a, in a lawsuit. Reportedly, don't fucking cut it. Yeah. It's called hearsay. Yeah. Hearsay is not admissible in court. And they showed all of these people going reportedly, 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 reportedly. It was so embarrassing, dude. I literally started turning red with embarrassment just watching these fucking attorneys, right? Highly educated people look like a bunch of buffoons. Like, like what the? This, this is this is the deal with this this absolute retard crap, right? Is that uh, and and it is. Make, no exaggeration, no mistake. This is just the dumbest thing that has probably existed in American history. And I am so tired of, uh, I am a constitutional lawyer and therefore it's constitutional. Like, well, look, uh, you don't, like, if if I already hate you, I probably shouldn't be the judge at anything that happens to you. Yeah, like, it's kind of a standard point. It's, it's, what what is, what is the whole point of, of the impeachment is it is it on the surface level is it what like a peon like no anything? dude so he can't come back oh, the whole mission is that if he got impeached he can never serve in any in he it. could never hold he couldn't be a potato gun handler in a freaking in, in a governor's house like okay. that's the idea anything okay. you, you, you can't hold come back uh, and run for president yeah you can't hold any any governmental any position office. any ever again uh yeah. because they uh because of oh, amendments made for the civil war right if you try to fight the united states government then you can't be a part of the united states government anymore which is very exciting except and i can't i i'm happy to see this finally getting somewhere beyond just me saying it the number of people i've seen recently who are like so let me get this straight you think americans had an insurrection and forgot their guns and, I know, and, uh, I know. That, that, that made sense to you that's that yeah that's that's the th- if dale if dale shows up to my house and you know cold cocks me because i made a comment about his family and then i tried to press that dale comstock attempted to murder me someone's going to come in with dale's long <laughs> classified and declassified military history and they're going to say you think that was attempted murder dale doesn't attempt dale doesn't attempt murder <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it, he, if you slap Tommy, he wanted to slap Tommy. He, there was no attempt. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's how I. Yeah, it's the idea that all these gun-toting Americans all forgot their guns on the sixth. That was an mean, insurrection. Look, uh, I I know factually, and I'm sure I shouldn't even say it out loud, but I know there were an ass ton of weapons in multiple nearby states that readily could have been there on the 6th if anybody wanted to start an insurrection. It legitimately thousands and thousands of people with firearms, not simply because Virginia exists, but because I know personally other people were like, well, if this turns into a shooting war, what the fuck are we going to do? And I was like, well, if I was you, I wouldn't bring weapons to D.C. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's good. Here's the really, here's the reality check, man. All right. Everybody's like, you know, we're sitting here constantly defending. Well, you know, if it was really insurrection, it would have brought guns. If it was really this, they would have done that. At the end of the day, none of that fucking matters because it's even fucking Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder together can see that this is all a fucking lie. It's all fucking propaganda. It's all bullshit. Okay. And what's happening is 
the fucking government, fuck you fucking government, U.S. government, all you motherfuckers are out there fucking basically manipulating the dumb masses. The dumb masses are all these fucking people that believe every goddamn thing they hear on the fucking news. And Joe, you mentioned Fox News just a second ago. I used to watch them all the time. And I would say fuck you to them as well, because at the end of the day, those motherfuckers are owned by fucking Democrats. They are literally owned by Democrats. And they show their true colors during the election. I won't watch them anymore either. And kiss, they can kiss my ass. I'll do my own fucking due diligence. We'll no longer rely on any fucking news media. But all these other dumb fucking masses out there will fucking, they'll listen to the fucking media. And they will buy into all the bullshit. At the end of the day, the media is nothing more than the propaganda arm of the fucking left wing, the Democrats, i.e. socialist communists. That's yeah. what this is all about. All right, and no matter how much we piss and complain about it and come on about it, nothing's going to change because it's a nothing but a psyop war. And they're fucking winning. Why are they winning? They're winning because the silent majority on the right goes, well, we're just going to show them when we fucking vote. Yeah, showed us. You fucking showed us shit, motherfuckers. And I say that because, you know what? I'm no longer with the conservative right or the fucking, never been with the left, but for, for sure not the right. I'm now a fucking independent. I was a fucking... Uh, you know, I was a Republican, and I basically they kissed my ass, too. Those guys have let us down. They fucking quit on us, all right? They're a bunch of fucking rhinos. There's maybe seven of them, and seven all total of the, of the GOP that feel like are actually on our fucking side, and the rest have fucking let us down. We are in a place in our fucking lives, in this world where the United States of America is no longer a fucking republic. It has now become a socialist republic and soon will be a communist republic. At the end of the day, we got fucked is what we got. And I'll probably get fucking targeted now with all this other bullshit that, you know, for being extremists. And I don't give two fucking fucks. Come to Bali and get me, motherfuckers. I'll shoot you in the fucking face if you want it. But I'm so fucking sick of these cocksuckers, man. You know, and, and the, but the how do you really masses. feel, Dale? Nobody wants to fucking tell the truth. Nobody wants to say what's fucking what's real, man. Everybody wants to go, well, they want to make excuses, right? Well, you know, you know, this or that, you know, we could have had more guns, but we you know, hey, we know what's going on here. This is a fucking full blown fucking psychological, it's an IO operation by the fucking left. They stole the fucking camp, they stole the fucking election. They have manipulated us. The fact that they, they're going impe- to try to impeach Trump for something he right. said. Right. And, it, and he didn't even actually do that. Yet the, the left wing is doing all the same shit they're accusing the right of. How, how the fuck does that work, man? This, that's, and so even like I said earlier, Ray Charles can see this shit. He can see the fucking reality of it. And we need to stop bullshitting each other and stop fucking lying and start deciding what are we going to fucking do about it? We're just going to keep rolling over? The next step is they're already talking about taking our fucking guns. Guns, fucking taxes, taxing ammo, fucking psychological evaluation. This is all a a way to fucking disarm us. You know what? And the dumb masses out there will go, oh, I can't afford it. Here's my fucking gun. You know, at some point, you got to go, fuck you. It's fucking game. It's go time. It's go time. We're going to fucking guns and let's get it on. And that is in the bullshit. bill. That well, is in the bill that Dell's talking about. I read it. it it's in the HR bill. HR 127. Yes, that's it. I read it. I pulled it up. Yeah. It's in there. And, and, it's, and more. it's pretty scary. Um, it is. It's pretty scary stuff. And, and for those of you that are watching, don't take our word for it. Like Dale said, do your own homework. Pull it up yourself. Go to the .gov. 
and read the bill. It's right in there in black and white. And plain text. Welcome. Welcome to what is becoming, uh, God, I'm going to get myself distracted. Welcome to what's becoming the, uh, the, the new method of, uh, or rather, I guess I should say has become. Because if you go watch the news, you'll get lots of excerpts out of these bills. Uh, when I talked about H.R. 127, I got it a few weeks ago now. It was, look, I'm not going to read you the whole thing. Links in the description. Go read it yourself. Right? Because there, there is no way I can give this thing its credit for how freaking horrible it is. And it is, right? There's no two ways about this. Everything that you've always been told that, oh, they're, they're not coming for your guns. They're no, coming for your guns. It's in, uh, it's in there for sure. It's in there for sure. And yeah. it's, it's, they're, they're trying to, to me, the big thing is, is, um, is, I mean, sure, yeah, we, you know, you have to have a psych evaluation. You got to pay these taxes and stuff. But then, you know, the almost the meme response is, well, I had a terrible boating accident. I don't have them anymore. The, yeah. real, the real teeth to it, though, is because that all that's all that all requires compliance, which, you know, you know, if, if you exactly right, you know, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The thing about it, though, and I don't know if this is the same bill, but it's um, it was I believe as or maybe as proposed as, as an executive order is the unwarranted. So the the lack of warrant. uh they no longer have to have a warrant to come to your house to take guns on suspicious that you are dangerous. Uh, so the there's the there's two different things that you're talking about there. One is a, a court case that is trying to expand exigent circumstance searches okay. where cops are doing like a welfare check and they can come confiscate your guns through a welfare check, which is just absolute bullshit, right? That There's no two ways around that. That is bullshit. It's quite literally any interaction with the cops, then they can search for and confiscate your guts. That's the court case that's rolling through. Uh, and HR 125, I think, is right along the same lines. It's basically red flag laws uh, as as a bill. And red flag laws are, we think, you know, someone said something nasty about you to a judge anywhere on earth effectively, and therefore we can come confiscate your guts. Mm -hmm. And both of them are just overt anti-Second Amendment crap. That's just what they are. Well, actually, actually, it, it can go so far as somebody, like your ex-wife, can go, I think he's mentally unstable and he might hurt himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. No, that's it. And that's all they fucking need. Mm -hmm. That's all they need to come to fucking, you know, violate your Fourth Amendment rights. Mm -hmm. You know? that. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. I got to say this because if you're listening out there, um, you know what? You better fucking think about this. Hopefully you're not one of the dumb masses. You know, the fall of the Roman Empire, the fall of the Roman Empire was for that very reason. The sense that, hey, if we fucking give the dumb masses bread and circus, they won't pay attention to what the fuck is right. going on. Yeah. Right? And, and, that's, and guess what happened? Eventually the entire fucking, the goddamn, you know, Roman Empire collapsed because of this shit. And that's where we are today. If you fucking think for a minute, well, we don't need fucking guns, you're a fucking fool, man. You are a fucking fool because some of us have been out there, okay, in the world. I've been over 90 fucking countries, and I see what happens when people don't have fucking guns, and they don't have a way to defend themselves. And the only people that got a fucking gun is the fucking government and the fucking bad guys. 
You're a fucking idiot. If you don't think you need a fucking gun, just fucking move the fuck out. Get to go. Get the fuck out of here. You need to oh listen, listen to this fucking podcast, man. The wild stream. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Don't, don't but I'm be. so fucking mad. Don't be. I'm so fucking tired of this shit. I'm tired of the fucking passivism. I'm talking about the kumbaya. Hey, we can't we all get along? Hey, fuck you. You know what? There's some of us out here that been there, done that, and we know what the fuck is going on. All right, and then look, like I said earlier, man. Goddamn, even Ray Charles and Stephen Wonder can see what the fuck is going on. If you're not smart enough to see that yourself, you're a fucking ignorant fuck. Period. Yeah. Yeah, I don't you give know, a fuck. Hate me. You know what? You know what I, I love, fuck, man. You, you know what I love having Dale around. <laughs> I love you. Dale. What? I love you. A hundred percent of the time that we talk, I I am like. A week before we talk, I am ragingly pissed off about something, right? And, and I'm over here, and, and my my example of the moment is exactly what you're just saying. Like, look, you stupid fucks! If they're coming for the guns, that means you need guns. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's right. It's that it's that shitty meme, but it's so accurate. When the government says you don't need an AR-15, that's precisely when you need an AR-15. Well, then, exactly. Right, then you need a 50. Exactly. What, what, Amer- what America is? Hey, I mean, just hey, play the devil's advocate. When America is telling some uh, Muslim country, hey, you don't need nuclear weapons if you're trying to defend your country hey man you're probably you're probably going hey we should probably get some nukes hey and i'm all for taking their nuclear weapons do you know why i'm all for taking their nuclear weapons because i don't want them to be able to defend themselves when we want to squash them exactly. so if exactly. someone's trying to take your guns guess what they don't you want you them. to be able to defend yourself but the, the, hey, hang on a this is this this is the shtick right is i get pissed off about something and then i, I get a whole bunch of people who drop by and they're like Bro, aren't you like a little overly upset? I'm like, no, you stupid bitch. I'm probably not upset enough. <laughs> and then I talked to Dale about a week later. And Dale's over here like, swing these motherfuckers up already. You know what it is? It's the lack of patriotism. Dude. It's the lack of patriotism in a lot of people these days that that really burns my ass. And I'm gonna say this, and and it's the facts for those of you that say it's bullshit. What has happened? is textbook on like Dale was saying it's a psychological warfare they flipped an entire generation 180 degrees Mm -hmm. okay and now you've got these millennials okay that um, have been so brainwashed in college you know and I and I I can speak from experience I have a family member that had two kids I talked about before that were ultra conservative went to college came back and they were ultra liberal like in, in flipped 180 degrees and so the this is a problem it's systemic because i talk to a lot of young kids when i'm at the gym i just and it's systemic it 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 is a generation that you know the flag eh, fuck the flag you know and, and they're just they have no patriotism they don't understand you know what it is to serve they don't want to serve um, and, and like Dale said, they're buying into all this bonsai bullshit. And that is the problem. You've got an entire generation, not all of them, okay? So for those of you that don't get your panties in a wad, not all of you, but a large majority of you, okay, fall into this category. And you're going to sell our whole country down the damn river because of it. You know, I, you, I, I got two stories, man. I got two wait. stories. Let me let me share this really quick to drive home your point, Joe. Dale tells two stories really quick. Yeah, I'll, I'll make this. I'll make this. I'll make this, I'll make this talk. I don't care. I love I it. This, this is what I live for. Take it away, Dale. I promise. I'll no, make this really take short, t- man. Take your two time, Dale. People want to hear so you Joe, talk. They don't want to hear us talk. All right. No, Joe's right. Right. So first of all, here's what happened to me. 
many years ago. So I raised my kids in a very conservative household. And my oldest daughter went to college, UNC Charlotte. I'll, I'll call it goddamn university. I don't care. UNC Charlotte. She went there uh, for a bachelor's degree. And and suddenly she starts coming home. And I remember one day she asked me in the kitchen. She goes, Dad, what do you think about this idea of Bush went to build a, build a wall, you know, on the border, blah, 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 you know, and keep the Mexicans out, the illegals out, right? And that's what you are as a fucking illegal immigrant. You know what? You're a fucking illegal immigrant. And I'll say what? that again, right? And so, yeah. And so, and she said, what, what do you think about that, Dad? And I said, you know what? Build it higher and put machine guns on it. And she goes, but why? They're just trying to get here to get a better life and a better opportunity. I go, you know what? I said, when they come here illegally, because by the way, by the way, my mother, her grandmother, all right, is an immigrant. All right, but she did it the right way. She fucking paid the price, did the... Did what you're supposed to do, become American citizen. All right. I said, when they come across the border and they take these freaking jobs and they do all the things they do, they use our infrastructure, blah, 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 blah. I'm going on day long. I said, basically, that costs us as taxpayers. I said, it's going to cost you. And she, it didn't sink in, I could tell, right? It just didn't fucking register. Like, okay. And about a week later, I was in Florida. I got a call on Saturday night. And it was late Saturday, like 11 o'clock. And my daughter's on the phone screaming hard. I go, what's the matter? She goes, I just got in a car accident. What happened? She goes, this car just pulled out in front of me, freaking uh, red light. They pull out in front of me. I T-boned them, flipped the car, right? Blah, blah, blah. Ammon showed up. Cop showed up. In fact, the cop was talking to my daughter while she was talking to me. And she was injured, right? And so she's freaking out. And I'm telling her, shut, the, shut up, okay? Watch what you say. Just shut up. And, and we'll talk about this, right? So here's what basically what happened was this. Two Mexicans, both illegal aliens, could not even speak English, all right? Driving this car, ran the red light, she T-boned them, knocked them over, all right? They hauled one guy off to the hospital. The second guy, he wouldn't answer any questions of the cops, for the cops. He couldn't even, he couldn't speak English and wouldn't answer in, in Spanish, right? And so, all right, so this, the report goes in about three weeks later, I get a, pho- a phone call, and I'll call out the company again, State Farm Insurance, State Farm Insurance calls me. Goes, Mr. Commissioner, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna sell out of court, and we're gonna you know we we found uh, you know judge we're gonna pass judgment, give judgment to the plaintiffs, the defendants. I mean the, the Mexicans, right? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I go, basically they they pull they ran a red light, they fucking can't speak English, we refuse to give a police report. It's two fucking guys, and uh, they were like, well, unfortunately, a third guy walks out of a mechanic shop down the road about a quarter mile an hour, looks left, looks right, sees the car exit, and says, your daughter ran the red light and fucking T-boned him. I go, the fact that, you know what? I said, first of all, they're driving without a license. They can't fucking speak English. They're here illegally. Doesn't that account for nothing, anything? And they go, no. Oh, your daughter's still negative. I go, that's fucking, so you got three guys are fucking illegals basically telling, telling my fucking legal daughter and me that she's fucking broke the law. And they go, well, we don't want to litigate because it costs too much money. We'll just sell out of court. And, oh, yeah, we're going to raise your insurance premium. I had 10 policies through. I had 10 policies through them. 10. All right. Uh, what the freak, man? And so that was. And so when I told her what was going on, she just lost her shit, right? She was, how is that fair? I go, I go, you remember that? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Conversation we had about the wall. I go, right there, I said, right there, and I told her, I said, you know what? I said, here's some tough love. I said, guess what? I'm taking off my insurance policy. You get to pay for it now. You pay for this shit. You pay for these illegal aliens. Right? And so, and before anybody else goes, oh, Dale Comstock's a racist, let me tell you some asshole. All right? My ex wife was Mexican and Chinese. My prior wife was fucking black. And my current wife is Indonesian Muslim. So don't call me a freaking racist for just calling for black and white. Now, Dale, the second don't story you I know, said, don't you know, Dale? Just because you know a black person doesn't mean you're not racist. Dale is actually yeah. the most Dale well, is actually the most progressive white man in America. He's, <laughs> he's, been mar- he's been married to a black woman, a Mexican, and is currently married to an Indonesian Muslim woman who was on the podcast two weeks ago. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly, right? So, you know, but but that's you know, people can't people can't handle the truth. Right. So they make up all kinds of shit. Here's my second story real quick. And I shut up. So the second story is, you know, we talked about the millennials, the new generation. Joe, you're right. Not all everybody falls into this category. However, however, in 2010, I was in an operation in Afghanistan. Right. And so it was two of us. You know, this, you know, the story, Joe, how it goes. Right. So my counterpart went down range to support a three day fucking military operation on the border of, uh, of Afghanistan to fight Taliban. It was a big, it was a big operation. Basically, he took my, two of my platoons. I kept one platoon in reserve um, to, as a QRF, quick reaction force. Well, what happened was this guy's fucking the platoons are patrolling along. There's a fucking MRAP out in the open, MRAP out in the open, about 500 meters out in front of him. It's been fucking hit with RPG, small arms fire, and American casualties laying around the vehicle. As they approached, they noticed an entire American platoon sitting under a freaking tree. And his question was to him, why are you guys sitting here and why are you not going out and pulling your guys out of the, off the X, right? And you know what the response was? Hey, Sarge, it's hot out here. They had their load-bearing equipment off. They had their shirts open and they're sitting in the goddamn shade. So what happened next was my Afghans, the guys that we trained, ran out there, all right, ran out there and pulled these freaking Americans off the freaking X, brought them back and started to triage them and, and, and pull medical, uh, you know, medical support on him while the americans watched and so he questioned the, he questioned the commander who's a captain he goes what's going on here sir he goes why don't you have control why are you not doing this what are you why not you doing your freaking job and he's like his answer was they won't do what i tell them to do they won't listen they they're not acting and these were all this is the new 2020 2010 now okay 10 years ago all right that really wasn't that long ago and so these kids are sitting on their ass because it's too freaking hot and they would rather let another American bleed out and die out on the X than go out there and try to rescue him. Okay, now I'm not saying all millennials are like that, all right, but that was a bad indicator. Okay, this is what our next generation looks like. And I'll tell you who's responsible for that. They're freaking parents. All these assholes that believe in Dr. Spock and all the bullshit he put out about calling your kids, this is the, this is the consequences of that. And it's only gonna get worse in the future. All right, our let warriors me, are freaking gone, man. Let me, gone. Uh, let me hand you a story of of <laughs> roughly the same time frame, right? Because apparently th- this is this is the the turning point. Is almost exactly right then, because I was in Afghanistan in two thousand nine, right? So like the same time, and our pre deployment brief was: look, there was uh, there was a, a convoy, and it's rolling through this valley, and they get hit. And everybody gets uh, out of the trucks except one guy. And one guy sits in the back of the back of the MRAB and he won't get out. 
And uh, the lieutenant says, uh, I'm giving you an order. Get the hell out of the goddamn MRAP and get up there and assault the enemy position. Do it now. And guy says, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm afraid. So lieutenant pulls out M9, puts it to his forehead and says, now you are absent uh, from your position in front of the fucking enemy. And that cannot stand. Get out of the fucking MRAPs. And the guy says, I'm not doing it. So lieutenant pulls the trigger, gets out and assaults the fucking position. Everybody gets back to the rear, finds out what happened, finds out the lieutenant popped him in the forehead, and the command went, don't be absent in front of the fucking enemy. What do you want? Holy like, shit. That's how this goes. Either you get out of the fucking truck and kill the enemy, or the penalty is death to be executed by uh, an officer on scene at the time at their will. The end. Holy so, circa, so, so circa that, all right? So that's interesting you said that, Don. So I'm good friends with Colonel Alan West, okay, former senator for Gover- uh, for for Florida, who is now in uh, in uh, in uh, Texas. Yeah, you know that's how he got relieved, right? So in is Baghdad, it? yeah. So in Baghdad, what happened was, um, and I'll give you the, the the broad story. Basically, they had rolled up um, a couple of insurgents that were planning IADs down the road, and he's like, "Look," he goes, "I know you got IADs down. I want to know who they are." Blah blah blah. I went on the intel. The guys refused to talk, so he put a pistol to his head. He goes, if you don't fucking tell me, I'm going to let the air out of you, right? Well, that got reported by some liberal, liberal, you know, left-wing freaking, you know, and we have a lot of those now in the military, right? So some guy on the left fucking reported that. Within 72 hours, Colonel West was relieved of duty and was booted out of the military because of that. He's trying to save American lives, and they got mad because he put a gun in a guy's head. Um, that and so that actually uh, happened in Colonel West. Apparently, right, so the problem it. here is he didn't pull the trigger. No, that's the problem. Well, to yeah. be fair, uh, the yeah. my my story comes out of Marine Corps. Um, yeah, who is, is notoriously the bigger dicks about <laughs> everything. So. Jesus, and that's all relative. Army's getting to be very, um, very political. They're getting very politically correct. Dale, how um, come you're you know, Dale? How come you're not going into the high command of the army? Yeah, right. Because you know what? They would rather lock me up as a freaking terrorist because of my views. Yeah, than, I was, was going to say, you know, this podcast, this is why Dale is not in the high command of the army. Right? Like, yeah. I, I get the feeling there are zero points in, in life where you meet Dale and he's like, <laughs> yes, I'm willing to play the political game. Let's shut up and talk about Dale, being yeah, a bunch of pussies. Dale, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dale, Dale's not Eisenhower, Dale's Pat. <laughs> Uh, you know what the the problem with this world is the problem with the world is particularly with americans and particularly with american politicians is they can't tell the truth everything is let's you know let's let's speak in tongues let's 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 yeah exactly let's let what nobody's want to call it like they see it right and call it like it is um i got some great videos up here on my fucking laptop i was watching a little earlier of a pastor man and uh and he was just throwing black people under the bus right and basically it was bad right but it was but there was a lot of truth to what he had said um and and so i thought man if that got out you know publicly which it has before that's how i got the videos you know, but if I were to put publish that, people would just come at me with a freaking axe, man. Yeah. But the reality is nobody wants to tell the fucking truth. Everybody wants it sugar-coated. Everybody thinks because you're telling it, you know, telling the truth, you're just being mean, racist, misogynist, and everything else, right? And that's, you know, it's sad, but that's the generation of people that we've raised. And it's not even the people that we've raised, it's their parents, 
It's the older generation that bought into the bullshit. Okay, so for example, yeah, we've got I'm 30 plus years of this crap where it's, well, uh, Timmy lit the house on fire, but I'm sure he was just expressing himself. Uh, so what we need to do <laughs> is find out what the root cause of Timmy lighting the house on fire was and address that as opposed to kicking Timmy's ass for lighting the house on fire. Yeah. <laughs> the, the problem is, the problem is this, the truth, right? The, the people on the left, the crooks, the politicians don't want you to tell the truth because that screws up their freaking crimes, their games, right? Because that, that, that gets in their way. Because let's face it, these people, these politicians are criminals. All of them at that level, you know, we're talking at the presidential level are criminals. And when you start speaking the truth, they don't want you to speak the truth because they don't want you to influence other people. So they try to shut you down. I'm sure I'll be targeted for this. I'll probably be put on the no flight list, you know, and all kinds of bullshit. That's what the games they play. And, and mark my words, you know, I know that and I'm aware of that. And people go, well, maybe you shouldn't say nothing. Well, that's exactly why I say that's, something. Because point. If, I shut, <laughs> if I shut my fucking mouth, that's exactly what they'll do to me anyways. Yeah. Either way, I lose, right? I lose my freedom or I lose my voice. You know what? And either way, I lose my freedom. I lose my voice. I lose my freedom. And I've lost the same fucking thing. They're controlling your thoughts. And I, you know what? And it's my opinion. Here's the sad thing, right? So I got, as Tom mentioned earlier, I got banned off of Facebook, right? For 30 freaking days. You know why? An Australian friend of mine, he posts a picture of a bunch of Australians loading up toilet paper in their shopping cart, just like the Americans, because they're going to get locked down for like a week because one guy came down with COVID. Right. And I'm like, damn, I thought only Americans were that dumb. You know, I got banned for hate speech. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm an American. That's an inference that maybe I'm dumb, too. But I got well, banned for 30 days, man. You know, and so, yeah, you know, so the, by controlling your speech, they're controlling your thoughts. When they can control your speech and control your thoughts, they're controlling you. And that's what's happening. I, I laugh because I look around every day, even here where I'm at now in this part of the country, in this part of the world. People are wearing freaking face masks literally out in the woods. I'm like, why are you wearing a face mask in the woods? Nobody's here. The tree tree has COVID, man. It's going to give it to you. It's conditioned. You can give COVID to the tree. I see this every day. I see this every day. Go to a restaurant. People will have their mask on, sitting down eating, and they'll go like this. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, dude, I, I just want to go, what the fuck are you doing? Like uh, eating with their masks on, straight gonna, up. The next a... time I see one, I'm snapping a video, and I don't care if the person screams and yells at me. I've seen it. Well, I saw it the other day. People sitting there, and I'm not talking about seniors. I'm talking about people in their 30s. Yeah, and, you know, oh, yeah. late 20, late 20s, early 30s, sitting there with a mask on, pull the mask down, eat, put it back up. Um, and you know, you know, you know, this is why. Think about this, guys. Look back into history, right? So you have all these cults like Jim Jones. Jim Jones taught how many hundreds of people into drinking poison Kool-Aid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? David Koresh, you know, the, the other ones, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's right. aliens coming. Everybody freaking kill yourself. I mean, this is this is hu- the human condition. We are we are naive and we're very gullible. And because we're, and the reason we're naive and gullible is because we don't want to take the time to actually analyze and think about anything, right? We want everybody else to do the thinking for us. And we go, okay, that's even the government, right? The government says, you know, now they're talking about wearing two masks. Hey, oh why, don't we just put a plastic, oh, why don't we just put a plastic bag over our head, okay? 
Why don't we just do that, right? So the problem is, and they're all, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, two masks sounds good to me, right? I actually have a scientist, a friend of mine who's a scientist, a literally a scientist that studies, for example, he's one of the top uh, chemists on olfaction, okay, on smell. And, and basically he told me, what he told me was the standard mask that everybody's wearing, okay, is 100,000 times bigger than the actual coronavirus. It just goes right through and like a goddamn fucking chain link fence. It yeah. goes, what makes you think two is gonna fucking work, right? And so everybody's like, yeah, that's a good idea. That's what the World Health Organization says. That's what freaking CDC says. So it must be fucking true. Let me tell you something. Here's what I do know. All right, for everybody out there's listening, I got a fucking doctoral degree, and we're some of the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet. Okay, <laughs> just because you got just because you got a fucking doctorate and advanced degree doesn't mean you got fucking common sense. You get caught up in your own little fucking world, right? In this fucking academia thing, thinking that you fucking got it all figured out. When the reality is, you don't have what's called effective intelligence. Effective intelligence. There's a huge difference between effective intelligence and academic intelligence, and that's oh, what man. these guys are. That's what these guys are freaking lacking. Like this guy fucking Fossey, man, that fucking turd. Right? Last year he said you don't need a fucking mask. Now he says you need two masks. Well, what is it? How about a fucking oh, plastic bag? You you're know? you're uh, you're, you're late to the game. Like, he's a you're uh, expert. Yeah, he, already, uh, he already rolled back with two masks, right? Within like just a couple days. Oh, he comes out the first week and he goes, uh, well, if one mask works, it's just common sense that two works better. And then like three days later, he's over there and he's like, well, actually, it turns out there's no science about this. So uh, <laughs> actually, we, actually, maybe maybe two masks doesn't work better. We don't really know. And, and then just three or four days after that, the CDC updates their guidelines to say wear two masks. And I was like, hey, so you, about, you assholes have no idea what you're doing. That, that's how about the does. other one? The, 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 what is it called? Uh, the dexchloramine or whatever the frick it is now, right? So all this time, they're literally disbarring people. They're, they're taking people's freaking um, medical license or ban them on YouTube for even, you know, for even touting that this, for, you know, this, this animalero. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Dr. Thorgren, that it actually works. And now the rural health organization CDC come out and go, well, maybe it does kind of work. <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck, man? Remember, remember uh, Trump? Now are you gonna, Trump when he was like UV light works. He was like UV light works. And they're like, mm. the idiot wants you to inject sunlight. And now yeah. the show they're like, well, and, actual and, hot and, people. And, and, right. and Clorox, right? So here's <laughs> the funny part about Clorox, right? Bleach, right? Fucking what an idiot fucking put bleach in your body. Hey, by the way, in the U.S. Army, actually in the U.S. military, what did we do? We put a clap, a cap of chlorine, Clorox, fucking yep. bleach in our fucking drinking water, all right, yep. to fucking kill the goddamn bacteria and viruses in it. Yep. Uh, yeah, and they're actually using UV light in, and basically inserting it into people's body to kill fucking viruses. <laughs> if Trump wasn't off, man, you know what's off? Is the fucking low intelligence of the majority of American people actually not just American people, the global international? Yeah, yeah, man. The, I know. mean, the 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 fucking cooties thing has been just peak stupidity. Yeah. Uh, from the very beginning, you know that uh, I was out here and I was yelling at people as loud as I could, like stop stop being afraid of this because they're they're they're. Look, I'm not saying the virus isn't real. I'm sure it's fucking real. I'm sure that everybody gets their goddamn little cough and, you know, they mistake it for a sinus infection or seasonal allergies or some other crap. But if you if you stay afraid of this thing, they're going to come for you. And the things that are going to come out of this are going to be ridiculously horrible. They will take every fucking thing from you. And at the beginning, it was, oh, Don, you're just a conspiracy theorist, wacko, crazy person. Well, here we are, you know, 400 days into 15 days to slow the fucking spread. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, exactly. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to War State by Michael Swanson. He's an author who's going to come on the podcast, but it's all about the military industrial complex. This is an old book. Well, he's talking about old shit, and he's going into a quote from one of the early, I think George Tenet, the guy that set up the CIA or Wild Bill Donovan or one of those fucks. I say that lovingly. Is they they talked about the problems with like the war powers and like this you know the 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 problem the founding fathers had with the standing army the whole idea about the running military industrial complex after world war ii you can't just start up an assembly line of sherman tanks you have to have it going but they warned in the 40s they said whenever there is an emergency there's going to be issued broad powers that they're never going to give up. And the, this, so this quote was from the 60s. And he's like, now here we are, 1965, 20 years after World War II, and they're still using tax to try to pay off what we spent. When these powers come in, they never get rid of them. But it's just, it's a timeless tale because now here we are in 2021, right? Contact tracing, yeah. forced, vaccine, oh forced vaccines. Canada, the oh. quarantine camps, the quarantine camps have started in Canada. Yeah. Uh, and and we've basically got all the uh, the pre- precursor to them here. And there's there's a lot of talk that is is very much oh we're, well you know we we may have to quarantine people who won't get the vaccine uh, for you know at least uh, uh, fourteen days. And my first thought was so let me let me get the plan straight. Right, is that uh, if you won't get the vaccine, we're going to lock you in a space with a bunch of other people who won't get the vaccine, which guarantees that somebody in there is going to get this thing. Right. And by the way, no one's going to notice, but they're going to run around and test everybody. And so they'll find out. Uh, but they're not going to know they've got it. And then once you've got them in there for two weeks, you're going to go, oh, well, you know, you on day 10, you tested positive. So now we're going to lock you down for two more weeks. And after that, uh, you only have, according to them these days, you only have uh, durable immunity for like two months. So every two months, you're going to have to spend a month in one of these things. Fuck that. I mean, come uh, on. Happening. So, so, so the question. So the question is right. So here's my question all the time. Okay. So you just mentioned durable immunity for two fucking months, right? Yep. So you catch it naturally. So all right. So how does the vaccine give me more than two months durable immunity? Immunity. Oh, it does. Oh, they're 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 talking. Uh, you will need a booster shot once every ninety days. Uh-huh. Yeah, for something that has a 99.6% survivability rate. You know, more people die from the cold. Yeah. Well, did you know in 2020 that... Right? Uh, that did, you know, did you know... We've cured influenza. Did you know, no, did you know in 2020 that, uh, ironically, miraculously, that uh, common cold, uh, common flu deaths were down 97%? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, zero. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it, it's oh, yeah. like... It's oh. like three thousand or something. Yeah, right. It, it's an well, absurd, uh, absurd thing. Like, well, somehow or another, literally nobody died of the flu, but uh, hundreds of thousands of people died of of cooties. It, and it's, it's bullshit. At the, point, at the point where we know for a fact, and and I'm I'm just going to say this as hard as possible. If one person, and we know this is true, one person got into a motorcycle accident and was classified as a COVID death, you know it's all bullshit. You know, yeah. right? like yes. that doesn't happen by accident. Yes. Stop it right yes. now. Well, it's because motorcycles transmit goddamn COVID. It's a moving vehicle. <laughs> there you Come go. on, dude. That's the, do- it's that's the, the doctor speaking. This is, this is the PhD speaking. It's, this is, and you know look. what? There are morons out there that would actually believe that. There are, I'm telling you right now, there are morons out there who will believe that fucking cars and, and motorcycles transmit fucking COVID. Oh, it's, it's like going maybe, to right. 
maybe you don't remember that was the beginning of this right is how long does it survive on, on what surfaces you know what, we need exactly. to, you know what we need to do well first i was going to say uh there's a book it's like a 30 hour audio book i haven't finished it i started it last year by nicholas Voschman, w-a-c-h-s-m-a-n-n it's called k-l which i guess is the german abbreviation for uh, concentration camp so it's k-l a, con- <laughs> a history of the nazi concentration camps nicholas Voschman. This book, it's it's unlike any other book about the concentration camp. Has nothing to do with World War II. That's just like a distant thing in the in the background. It's just all about the first camps being set up in 1933 through the liberation in 1945. Yeah, it is terrifying how slow, and it really is just a dun 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 dun. But it yeah. all it just to talk about early, early camps. They would go. The guards and the prisoners would hang out. They'd share. They'd share smokes, and it was just. You know, they'd write home. They'd be like, "Yeah, I'm just. They're just keeping me here for 14 days, and then and then they could leave, and then yeah. you'd get thrown back in because instead of COVID, you were testing positive for communism, which. I don't know, I could kind of agree with that. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe we see eye to this idea. Yeah, you know, but hey, 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 you know what? You know, common ground, whatever. But but seriously, the point is is. It's the slow escalation of, well, now we have to stay longer. And then there's the yeah. first one of like, well, um, now they frisk you. Make sure you don't have any knives because they don't want people getting angry in the camps. And it just, it's slowly, <laughs> at no point was there a point where they go, it's fucked now. It's just, it starts with you playing cards with fucking, with Dimitri over there or or Herman. And next thing you know... You're part of the Sonderkommando, the Jews who were tasked with throwing the bodies in the ovens, or the story of that one Jew who was like, I knew it really broke me because my job was going into the, the showers after they dropped the Zyklon B in, and I had to use a hammer to knock out the gold from their jaws. And mind you, these are still wet, warm bodies. They've been dead yep. for a couple minutes. And I realized, this is his quote, I realized I was broken when I was smashing the teeth out of this one bloody face with a hammer. And I realized I recognized the face as my wife. And then I just went to, and then I just went to the next body because I just didn't care anymore. It starts with card games and writing home, and it goes to that. This is how it starts. Tommy, you're a conspiracy theorist. 14 days to flatten the curve. Now it's February 14th, 2021, and it's COVID is raping you to death. Stay inside. It, it doesn't this, stop. This, this is the shit. like... I, I, I see people do this all the time. We're like, well, uh, you know, literally nothing happened, and then we were killing the Jews in World War II. Like, no, every damn thing in the world had one little reason, one little excuse, one little thing. Like, it, it has to be a slow walk. You cannot go from everyday Americana over to okay so what we're gonna do is uh is kill the wrong thinkers in five minutes that's not how it works and we're mid the game right goddamn now and everybody's like well but this is super important because uh you know this this isn't like just no reason it's it's a health risk like of course it's a health risk bitch what did you think it was gonna be it's yeah did you think they're gonna come in and go well all right, get in the camps, white people. No, we can start as a. It's you know, it's someone like Don or myself. We can't go get a, a smoke show Sports Illustrated model. You know what? But if you start months ahead of time and it's a very <laughs> slow game, and then the day of the party, you start very slowly with just some talking, smooth riding, and even then, if you get lucky, it starts with a very slow and gradual foreplay. It's only at the end that you realize, oh my God. Don's fucking the cover of the swimsuit model. How'd that happen? 
What happened to Don? <laughs> Don don't worry about it. I'm still here. I think hey, I, thought, I, thought, I thought your wife just killed you. I thought I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, shit. That's what happened. Tom, it's it's like, scary, the scary thing is, too, what we're talking about is all common knowledge stuff. And I had this conversation with someone the other day. All right, we're talking about common knowledge stuff. What really scares me is the stuff we don't know about. Hmm. Well, that, imagine that's... like what we know now to be true. Mm-hmm. But what else is going on behind the scenes that we don't even know about yet that we haven't even thought about yet? Mm-hmm. That's I what kind of scares me. The, this, is, this is the shit well, that's been called a conspiracy theorist like every other minute, right? Because the next layer of this, I think, is pretty clear. And, and I think enough people have laid it out that. Uh, you know, it, there's not really an argument anymore, but the, the Great Reset thing is fucking real. You know, th- this idea that you're going to live in a bubble and eat bugs and you will own nothing and there will be no be privacy. Happy. And yeah, and you will be happier than you've ever been in your life. And, you know, you you can't have any wrong think. And on and on, and this is all laid out in a whole ton of documents. And everything that we do moves closer to it. And, you know, you, you say that and you get, oh, oh like, like that's really happening. Like, there are people giving conferences on this at uh, UN organizations that they then put on YouTube. But they like, watch this. Shit. The heads of the World Economic Forum. Yeah. Literally walking out in front of the, not even exact, in front of the, the JP Morgan, the Citigroups. They, I mean, it's almost, it's almost comical how evil it is in front of Rothschilds. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, you will own nothing and you will be happy. The Great Reset, this is just, we've been handed an opportunity to, I mean, what do they want to do? So we're seeing it right now, right? What do you do with COVID? You take people away from public spaces, they can't communicate. All communication has to be through electronic devices because the world's too evil, like we're doing right now. If everything is on a medium that they can control, which we're seeing with Parler, Project Veritas, Donald Trump, Alex Jones, Miley Yiannopoulos, they can terminate it. The next step in that is, what's the next equivalent? You get rid of all, what? Small businesses. So everyone has to, so what do we see in the, what did we see in the 60s, right? There were 600 news corporations, and then what do we see now? Six news corporations. Right. What do we see in the early 2000s? We saw hundreds and hundreds of different websites. Now we see Reddit, Instagram, YouTube, well, YouTube and Google are one and the same. Facebook and Instagram are one and the same. You see consolidation. Now, if you do any wrong thing, you get banned from all of these, and it gets coordinated. So what's the next step in that? You get rid of every mom and pop store, every food lion, every Kroger, and you're gonna have Walmart, and Amazon, and that's yep. it. And so now they don't just cancel you from YouTube. Now they cancel you from being able to pick up a prescription, from being able to get bread, and no one will care because they'll go, "Well, that guy shouldn't have been a fascist." Mm-hmm. Well, do, do we all know what Operation Choke Point is? And I know I like for those people who are watching, they're my viewership. I know I talk about it all the time. No, I, I don't. But it's pretty goddamn important. I don't know it. So during the Obama administration, Obama created in 2014 a, a new arm of the FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. And I forget the name of this stupid thing, but I have a whole little video series on it. Go forth and watch. And this whole thing, its job was to police banks to get them uh, to do the right thing, to be on the right side of history and all this other kind of bullshit. And what they did, and I'm not kidding, is they went to banks and they went, we find these people dis tasteful. So if you do business with them, we will revoke your FDIC insurance, which means that you can't be a bank under U.S. law. And so you started seeing this wave of people losing their bank accounts, their home loans, uh, you know, any sort of transaction uh, with a bank. And the results of like home loans was, well, we're canceling your home loan, so pay all of it now. Uh, Or, you know, we'll go after you in court or foreclose your house. 
And the whole point of this was that they they quite literally came up with an ideological list of undesirables, people who sell guns, prostitutes. Um, you know, there, there's there's a list, and it's you know, if you fall into one of these categories, then the banks have to get rid of you. And you still see it happening right now. It happened to uh, Enrique Tario, head of the Proud Boys, about. Mm-hmm. Two months ago now, uh, somebody came down and told him, hey, you you no longer have a bank account with us. We're mailing you a check. Uh, and it's there. There there was a big scandal about it back in 2014. People wrote a bunch of articles and there there were some hearings about it. No one was ever punished. No one was ever removed from uh, their position. The, the new arm of the FDIC remains to this day. By the way, large portions of the leadership are exactly the same today as they were in 2014. And in a less than shocking turn of events, you see people who are removed from payment processors, from, uh, you know, the, the guy who runs Jihadi Watch, MasterCard told him they wouldn't do business with him anymore. And by the way, the next layer of Operation Choke Point after going after your bank accounts was payment processors. They, like they laid all of this out in documents back in 2014 that all got published in all these hearings. Uh, it, it's all, it should be common knowledge. Nobody knows, nobody cares. And we're all surprised when these deplatformings happen. Well, and, and you're right, Don. And so I actually have some friends in the farms business and manufacturers. They're going through exactly that right now. They can't get loans because the banks have fucking PNG'd them based on the government, right? So mm-hmm. we go, there's actually now, there's another list that came out and basically um, it's it's a almost like social credits. Um, we'll call it corporate credits. You can't do certain, You it's advised that you don't do business with certain people because they're mm-hmm. leaning right or whatever, right? So they've become the undesirable. So this is again, like I said in the beginning, man, all right, we could sit here all day long and talk about how unfair this is and all the things that are going on. It's happening in front of us, right? And then the only people who are paying attention are those of us with a couple of live brain cells that fucking see this, right? The yeah. other 95% of the dumb masses are going to work every day, fucking doing their little thing, whatever the fuck it is, and are not paying attention. They're going to wake up one day and go, what fucking happened? Yeah. And they're going to lose everything, right? They're going to become... They're the, they're the fucking useful idiots. That's what they are, is useful fucking idiots. The good, those of us that are kind of paying attention to what's going on, we're going to get rounded up someday. If we're not fucking exterminated, we're going to get rounded up. We're yeah. going to be the ones that get our fucking credit fucking jammed up, have our fucking bank accounts empty. We're the ones that are going to fucking pay the fucking price. Even now, Bank of America has actually given the FBI fucking bank records of anybody that went to Washington, D.C., purchase fucking hotels, travel tickets, whatever, bought fucking dildos in Washington, D.C. during the fucking January 6th has been reported to the FBI. So first of all, that's a violation of the first and fourth amendment. Okay, oh, because oh, the FBI should, asked uh, about it. You should, you should know the, uh, the NSA paved the way for this about 20 years ago, right? Uh, yeah. Because there, there was all of this talk right after Snowden about, uh, well, hey, is it a violation of my Fourth Amendment rights if you give the feds all of my metadata? To which the feds went to court and said, wait, 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 wait. If 
if we took that metadata directly off of his phone, we agree that would be a Fourth Amendment violation. However, if a third party company records that information and voluntarily gives it to us, the information that they gave us is theirs. It's not whoever we're talking about. Right. So, you know, Dale's cell phone has been tracked by AT&T. And so AT&T, for its own purposes, for all of, you know, helping you get better, uh, you know, like you, you normally go to Taco Bell. So there's a Taco Bell near you. And we're, we're recording that information expressly so we can tell you where Taco Bell is. And then uh, if the AT&T gives that information to the feds, well, it was AT&T's data. And if AT&T had asked us to get a warrant, we would have to. But since they didn't, we're square. And it's not a Fourth Amendment violation. And the courts went, yeah, that sounds good to us. So, I mean, by by all of this third party horseshit, the Fourth Amendment is dead. Yeah. Remember, TIA yeah. right at, right before 9-11 and then right after TIA, total information awareness. Which, yeah. Oh, so mm -hmm. Americans have set themselves, not just Americans, but Westerners. You know, here's a domino effect, right? So I believe the whole world is watching America and they respond and react based off of what Americans do. Right. So yeah. I've been saying this for a while. If all the schools open up, all the businesses open up and this whole COVID thing fucking is laid to rest in America. Everybody will do the same here, everywhere else, right? Yeah. Everybody's fought in lockstep with the United States, and the United States knows that. Now, there's a fucking, there's, there's, what's the word I'm looking for? But basically, you have a, a paradox between the Chinese and the Americans, right? They're fucking, they're, they're posturing for power. Even here in, in, in where I'm at in this part of the world, in Asia, all right? The fucking, the fucking Chinese created a virus, and they might have had some help from Americans. You know, they I'm did. starting to believe that they actually had the help from America. There's a fucking virus out here, and now they're running around going, "Hey, we got the fucking cure for the two, right?" So, you know, and so this is all this is all psyops. It's all information operations, man. Warfare, control yeah. the minds of fucking people. And when you see people on the streets wearing masks in the car, literally, man, wearing masks out in the fucking woods for a disease that has a 99.6 something percent uh, survivability rate, higher than fucking the flu, the cold, and fucking tuberculosis. You know they've been <laughs> brainwashed, and we're fucking, you know, and the problem is, you know, and you mentioned it earlier, when they can kill fucking, when they can kill businesses, the middle class, what did it, and they can lower us down to the lower class, what happens? We become dependent on the government for everything we need and want. Mm -hmm. And that's when we got us by our fucking balls, man. And then when well, they take our weapons away with it, we have no way of fucking pushing back. This is this is the story of of socialist and communist countries everywhere, right? You know, there it used to be when Venezuela was a big name uh, in in the news that you would see people posting pictures of like cereal aisles in uh, in Venezuela, and it's one brand of cereal, and everybody looked at that and was like, uh, hey, you know, you get the the stupid socialists of the world going, well, yeah, but like, how many brands of cereal do you need? And that's not the point, right? <laughs> if there is a single point of failure, you control it. The moment you control the single point of failure you simply cannot control to the same effective degree hundreds of thousands of things yeah. working autonomously on their own doing whatever they want the way that you can control one thing Mm -hmm. And that's just a fact, right? Like if it doesn't matter where you're talking about doing this, you know, uh, colonels who want to be, um, you know, really hands on with their leadership have less ability to micromanage troops on a battlefield than lieutenants. 
It's just true. A lieutenant can be in your shit every five minutes of every day. A colonel simply cannot be in front of that many people. So he can micromanage his lieutenants maybe, but that's it. That's as far as it goes. It is physically impossible to control to that detail what's going on. And this is the same principle at play when you're talking about, well, the only companies that exist are Walmart and Amazon. Now all you've got to control is Walmart and Amazon. That's it. You win. If you've got to control mom and pop store on the corner, mom and pop store is going to be like, no, I'm not doing any of that. Fuck you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's the same. I've talked about it a lot the last like day or so. Is uh, A lot of people don't know about something called the Black Chamber. The Black Chamber was, I believe, put in place in 1915, dissolved in 1919. But it was for... It was for World War One. We had to intercept all mail coming in and out of America. But the way they went about it was, is they brought some guys from the Department of War, back when I had a cool name, and they went and they met with the CEOs of whatever was the equivalent of big tech. Big yeah. telegram, big postcard, big rotary phone call, whatever. They only met with the top guys of each one. And not only that, they lied to them all. So let's say there's five. They went to let's say it's us four they went to me and they said hey we just talked to don dale and ted i they're all on board for this tommy you know do your part for america and i say oh fuck all right i guess i'll do it then they go to ted i and they go ted i we just talked to tommy and so they got all of them on board and that's how they got every and they only had five people and by those five people they could control all the mail going in and out of america very quiet very subtle not a lot of ripples and luckily they shut it down in 1919 after that now we have the NSA. Obviously, it's not the same, but it's the single control. Oh, it's the same. <laughs> it's, well, that's what I mean. Is they we now we have it, but it's a single control point. So when you only have a couple big tech companies, when you only have Amazon Web Service, or when you only have Twitter, and here's how this it, and I've said this before: if this doesn't send chills up and down your spine, you're a brain dead retard. The fact that they got rid of Parler, you know, up until then it was go create your own Twitter. Okay, sure, I'll fuck with that. Free market. Someone makes a Parler. And you know, hey, we're over here doing whatever we want. The fact that they got together to remove that, the Android store, the Apple App Store, and Amazon Web Services, if that doesn't send chills up and down your spine to where now it's not even, now it's not even that you can go make your own thing. No, you cannot talk anywhere but the platform from which we provide. Well, That's I'm control. Just, I'm going to throw this out. Hey, 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 Tom, is Parler still down? Yeah. Yeah, it's still down. It's done. It's fucking done. No, no, I don't think it's done. I think they're trying to get it back up. I thought they, they're I trying. Thought they were, but I thought they were flipping over to a new service provider or something. They do, but I think it takes several weeks. Well, the, so here, here is the problem, right? And, and I'm going to lay this out as hard as possible because the lesson needs to be learned. If you, one, are not looking at this like the war that it is, then the parlor situation seems like, oh, man, who could have seen that coming? If you are in a legitimate kinetic war and you go to your enemy, right? So we, we take, I don't know, the Marine Corps, Quezon Base, and we go, hey, um, communist Vietnam, what do you, what do you think about running? How about we, we make, we move Quezon up to the middle of communist country, the whole base, and then you guys run it for us. If you don't see a problem with that, you're a fucking retard. And the problem is that is exactly what? Uh, Parler did is they literally went to the opposing side and said, hey, take care of all of this for me. Amazon is the enemy and we decided we were going to have them host us. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. the, like, 
This is the dumbest thing that has ever existed. Everybody knows it when you talk about the actual U.S. military doing it. But if you don't look at this fight like it's A, a fight, B, a war, it's long term, and they're going to do whatever they can to destroy you, then it's, oh, my God, well, how could Parler have known? Like, well, they could have not been dumbasses. Yeah. I, that would be a good first step. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, so you have to wonder so, how high does it go? What happens when someone goes, let's make our own Amazon Web Services? What happens so, so it, Tom. Yeah. yeah. So, Tom, this podcast, right? So, I'm sitting here thinking about, like, okay, if he puts it on YouTube, they're going to fucking can it because I threw all kinds of F-bombs out there fucking, <laughs> you know? Right. And so, you know, we, we said a lot of shit that people are not going to like, even Good. though we think it's the truth. Good. It's our opinion, right? So, here's a, you know, that's, you know, of course, I hope you get it on Rumble, but, uh, you know, I have a little bit more confidence in Rumble right now. That mm-hmm. gives me the gotcha. I had, thought, I had actually confidence in Fox News until the election, and I realized you're a bunch of fucktards, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, we're, we're, look, at the end of the day, man, it doesn't matter how much bitching and complaining we do, how much intel we throw out there. Everybody that's on the right knows that. Knows that, but we're in no position to fucking push back other than kinetically. Period. That's the reality of it. What are you going to do? You're going to complain to your fucking senator? Who, that fucking rhino that's on the left? He ain't going to fucking help you. Who's going to help you? Nobody's going to fucking help you. The courts are not going to help you. Nobody's going to help us on the fucking right. Now we're on the fucking left. All right? And so we can sit here and piss and moan all day long mm-hmm. about you know how the injustice of the world, the injustice of American politics. At the end of the day, you know what? It comes back down to one thing. The man on the battlefield with a fucking gun. Yeah. That's what it always comes back to. Yeah. Well, this is this is a, a thing that I nobody ever wants to listen to me. So maybe they'll listen to you. No one is coming to fucking save you. Zero people anywhere exactly. ever at any time. You and whoever the hell you can get to roll with you is who is coming to save you. That's it. There are not other people. There is not some other system. The world. You know. It, okay. Uh, you know. You, you mentioned earlier. There's maybe seven congressmen who are, are worth a damn and probably on our side and that's true right you know there, there are politicians at various places throughout government in the united states that you probably could go to who would be willing to go get after it and get some with you and okay work with what you got that's all well and good however at some point someone is going to just have to go okay that's enough no more we're done right and when that happens the powers that be are not suddenly going to go, oh, okay, well, hey, they said no, so I guess it's all over. That, that's not how it's going to work. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Black Hawk Down. It's kind of like Black Hawk Down, right? When Mike, Durant, yeah. when Mike Durant's sitting there. Where's the rescue squad? We're it. We are. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm like, where's the rescue exactly. squad? I got Don, Dale, and Ted Eye. like, we're it, and it's like, we're no. it. <laughs> all right. Well, let's pop, exactly. let's pop some skinnies. Let's do it. It's uh, that's how it goes, though, right? It's you know what? I would like to issue a formal retroactive temporal apology to uh, <laughs> to, to, Patton, to George Patton and Curtis LeMay, both who wanted to destroy the communists back then. Patton wanted to keep going. LeMay used yep. to say. If you know what LeMay said about World War uh, about the Cuban Missile Crisis is, with a little more luck, we could have had World War Three. They wanted to just get rid of them all, and they should have done it because this yeah. is where we are now. They saw the cancer cell then, and they said, "Let's excise it." And everyone oh, said, "Let's go home." 
Let's go. You, home. you really want to? You really want to have a mind fuck for a minute? Go go back and uh, start watching uh, the the American War Machine. And this this bugs the fuck out of me for I'm sure the same reason it will the other two guys on the podcast uh, that did military things. Um, go back and look at American foreign policy on which wars are popular, which wars are unpopular, which wars uh, we are willing to support and actually get things done. And there is this really shitty correlation that if we are fighting against communists, the war is unpopular and we hate it and we should stop supporting it. If we are fighting in any way that supports communists, World War II, for example, then it's a good thing and we totally should have done it. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the truly crazy part of this is Right up until in, for example, the Iraq war, we said the dirty commies that are out in the middle of the fucking desert that want to start their own little commie caliphate, fuck them too. Right up until we said that, the Iraq war was popular. That's how fucking accurate this correlation is. Jeez. And it's creepy and it's shitty and I fucking hate it. Well, you know, you know what, Don, and so let me, let me just jump in a real quick. Yeah. I actually told this to uh, somebody a couple of days ago. So, so my son is a Green Beret. He's a Ranger Green Beret. Um, you know, my my sister was in the Navy. My brother-in-law was in the Navy. My father was in the Army. My uncles were in the Army. We have a long lineage of veteran veterans in my in my family. And I look at it now, and I actually called my son about a week, two weeks ago. I said, listen, man, when your freaking time of service is up, get the fuck out. Because mm -hmm. if you go to war, you know what you're going to be doing? You're fighting for socialism. You're fighting... You're fighting for the same shit I was fighting against and your family was fighting against. Socialism, communism, and you better not be defending it. I said, these assholes at the at Biden and Kamala Harris, these fucktards will get you fucking killed to promote their political agenda. And that's it, man. It has nothing yeah. to do with freedom anymore. It has nothing to do with our Constitution. It has nothing to do with being an American patriot. You are cannon fodder. And I encourage them. I said, get the fuck out of the military today and bring your friends with you, man. We'll find another fucking job for you. I'm using skills somewhere else. Do you know about the stand down? What's that? Do you know about the stand down? Oh, yeah, man. I heard, about Dude, I heard like, something about them going after people that are ultra conservative or something. Yeah. What is so that they, all? That's, yeah, what they, was that? I caught a glimpse of that as well. That so they're targeting they, ultra conservative people because they thought there were military people at the at the Capitol building that day. Yep. So that, yeah. that's it. The uh, one of the first things that uh, they that the Biden administration did is order a sixty day stand, stand down, down for the entire U.S. military to find pol political extremists within the U.S. military. And uh, you know, I, I still know some guys who were in because that's that's how this game works, right? Uh, and they're they're like, you know, look, I I'm not going to lie to them. Uh, you know, you, you want to come down and ask me whether or not I, I believe X, Y, or Z, I'm going to tell you. And uh, if you, you know, if they decide that that makes me an extremist and I need to leave, then that's fine. But I'm not doing any re-education camp shit either. You know, you can take that and stuff it right up your ass. So if, you know, if the, the argument here is, well, either you uh, you decide that everything is uh, everything is terrible and, uh, you know, we, we need to be this big socialist country that's all soft and shitty, or we're sending you to the brig, then you know, if you don't hear from me for a while, I'm in the fucking break. <laughs> so what we, what we need, a, what we need is just a, a good war with China. I think, that, I think that's just. Hey, you know what? Let's just let's just get it on. We we, we uh, need a war know, with China. I think it, that's inevitable. It's a and certainly a certainly not with this administration. Not with this administration. Certainly not. Yeah. But uh, I think that is inevitable. Ten years. Let's talk, years about, 
Let's talk about China. Let's talk about China real quick. Let's talk about China real quick. Yeah, so... All right. There's several. Um, there are several uh, articles that have come out in the last couple of weeks talking about the Chinese, the Chinese military, and the Chinese, uh, you know, men. Basically, what they're doing is they're starting a re-education program to masculinate their their young men because they're becoming very androgynous, feminist, boy band, fucking, you know. So China recognizes we got a problem. Our fucking guys, our young men, are becoming fucking wimps. Skinny jeans, mm-hmm. fucking man bun, fucking wimps, right? Yeah. Um, and and two, they're actually they're actually now genetically um, experimenting with basically trying to create a super soldier, okay, yeah. through hormones and stuff like that. So they actually had the vision. The Chinese have had the vision for a long time. They knew what they wanted to do, and they we've arrived at their objective. This has been going on for thirty something years. These viruses have been coming out every few years. You know, the fucking swine flu and all these other fucking flus and viruses from China. These mm-hmm. are fucking test runs. Here we are, coronavirus. They finally met the objective. Two, they've managed to change the fucking mindset of the world. Three, they're actually now fucking standing up their military and changing. They're actually focusing on their population of men and their population and their military, right? And so there's, a, there's an issue with that. And I've been saying this for years. We've been we've been going. Our the U.S. military has been going. Well, we need to include more women and transvestites and transsexuals and all this other shit in combat arms, right? Make it more inclusive. We need to do this. We need to do that. You know, it's not a it's not a you're not a soldier. It's more of a fucking job now, right? Yeah. Whereas the rest of the world, like if you and you know this from the Middle East, right? They're training their fucking ten year old, twelve year old kids how to fucking right. shoot an AK forty seven and blow yeah. your fucking face off, right? And so are the fucking Chinese. We have flipped scripts. We used to be the country, you know, in the 50s, they would teach our guys hand-to-hand and fucking kicking ass and doing, you know, fucking man shit. So now we're like, oh, we're all fucking, you know, we're all fucking women. So let's all act like it, you know? This goes to another thing. This goes to another thing that happened during fucking Clinton, right? That, that stupid video of that fucking smart bomb going into that building, right? That went all over the world. Everybody watched it 900 times. We're like, oh man, that shit worse changed. We don't need the infantry anymore. We can, we can like do stuff with just, we can. And by the way, then everybody got that under Obama, right? That, that was, that was his shit. Cause I'm just going to drone the shit out of everything. <laughs> and by the way, it turned out nobody liked that. I, for a whole lot of reasons, military didn't mind too much. Like, well, Hey, if you're not going to make me assault that thing, we're just going to drone the shit out of it. Then like, okay, I'll go assault it after there's not, live people with AKs in there. That's fine by me. But, you know, this idea that somehow we're going to get rid of the guy on the ground with a gun. This is the most ridiculous idea that has ever... Like, okay, you drone the shit out of my my city because we're we're all wrong thinkers. How are you going to hold this territory? Wait, wait, you're just going to literally drone every square inch of it forever? Because I don't think that's really a viable option. Until there are ground-based drones. Like, even when there's ground-based drones, that it's not going to matter. Hey, the patrol of the cities. You're going to have these Boston hey, dynamic dogs. Hey, did you watch Terminator? That's right? fucking not go. possible, right? That's, it's always the man on the ground with the group. Yeah. And, and by the, the way, all, all they're really <laughs> hoping for, and the best example I've ever seen to get rid of the man on the ground with a gun, is this idea that what we're going to do is we're going to create these robots that work like drones but are, in fact, people, right? Like, mm-hmm. Or at least in the shape of people. It's still 
literally just a guy on a ground with a gun. But we could then put like you know Dale in charge of it because well, yeah. Dale would know what to do well, yeah, uh, in that situation. And that's the premise. But the problem with that is, it, and I know that this is going to sound like absolute bullshit to people who have no idea that they're half the military on the ground works off of your sixth sense. But that it does, right? Like. I can't imagine how many times we all fucking security halted because I've got a bad feeling. I, I have no idea. Like, not really? me personally, but somebody somewhere is like, I don't know why, but I've got a bad feeling. And you know what? More than half the time, like, probably 90 plus percent, we're like, I got a bad feeling. Come to find out, there's a fucking IED 100 feet in front of you that most likely what happened is that guy saw a control wire or something and it just it didn't click rationally, but he went, uh, I, I think something bad is yeah, coming something. and everybody stops. And then you find out not only was there an IED a hundred feet in front of you, but that ambush that's a hundred feet in front of you, that was going to go along with that IED, that, that all of that shit happened, uh, you know, starts to slowly come out of the woodwork and you find out that had you rolled forward a hundred more feet, like everybody would be fucking dead. Now tell me what robot is going to give you that capability, yeah. right? It's just not a thing. Yeah. That's true. And, and you guys do know this. I, I'm sure you do. If you don't, uh, and I'm actually blown away. Um, and, and and don't quote me the exact number, but I do know for a fact at least one, if not two, women are now special forces qualified. Yeah, yeah. They are okay. So Dale and I were both in SF, and I'm just going to state my opinion. I don't know who in the fuck thought that was a good idea but they they need to be smacked in the face because i'm here to tell you the only way in my personal opinion if you want to have women try out for special forces and rangers and seals and whatever the fuck marsoc then you better have a whole company of just women yeah a group of just women mm -hmm. been there done that they'll been there done that that shit is not going to work i don't if they're doing some kind of social experiment or what but you are going to cost people their lives and i'm not saying if a woman can meet the standards they shouldn't be able to serve but you better use them in the right way just like where dale came from and i came from yeah there are women in special operations they do specific <laughs> missions i'm not going to get into what they do but the bottom line is having oh, operational type people fighting side by side with you that are women that is just not i i read that and i'm like where are they getting their 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 logic that this is going to work you're with a bunch of raging type a men right raging type a men and now you got a woman thrown into the mix what the fuck uh, 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 joe, let me, joe let me let me just clarify something so let me kind of back up a little bit so when i first met alan west senator alan west out in la he had me on the show i talked about my son military career blah blah, blah. the second time he had me on the show on the show washington dc it was specifically to discuss women in the military particularly mil women in special operations forces and so you just mentioned, you just said something a second ago, if they meet the standards. Well, let me <laughs> fucking clarify. Let me clarify something for everybody that's listening if, out there. If this they is how meet it, the standards. Well, no, even if they meet the standards, what standards have they met? They have met the standards for training, not for fucking combat. Okay, yeah. there's a huge difference yeah, you're, between, you're right. the, between wartime standards and meeting a fucking minimum to get to a goddamn course. Right. And just because just because I, I fucking passed a course 
of the driver license test for my fucking driver's ID doesn't mean I can run a fucking Formula 500. Okay? That means I fucking basically know how to fucking parallel park, fucking stand on the gas, stand on the fucking brake, put the e-brake on, and turn the car on and off. Shift gears. That's the the same goddamn fucking thing here, right? So they think, well, if they meet the standards, what fucking standard? Training standard? That doesn't make you qualified for the combat standard. And there's a huge fucking difference. And I'll give you an example real quick. One step, one example. So imagine this. You're on a fucking, you're in fucking bumfuck South America in the fucking jungle for two, three weeks on a combat operation with a 10-man, 12-man fucking team. Okay? You're out there. You're, everything you've got to, to eat off of, live off of is on your fucking back in a rucksack. Okay, yeah. and guess what? You don't want nobody to know you're there. So what do you fucking you're do? Not you're washing it. Cl- yeah, I get you. I know you're you're, you're 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 in a cigarette patrol. You got to take a shit. You're doing it right in the middle of patrol with your in a fucking plastic bag, and you put it in your fucking in your rucksack, right? right. Yeah. You get a guy that's fucking hit. It takes four to five guys to carry that fucker off off the objective. All right, to an HLZ, which could be fucking ten kilometers away. Right, so all, when you start adding all that shit in it, there is a difference between men and women. I'm sick and tired of people going, "Well, there's no fuck." No, there is a fucking difference. It's a biological difference. Men are eighty percent stronger than fucking women at the same fucking height and weight. We are fucking much stronger. Our bone density, everything is different. We are built for fucking combat, and that goes yep. back to our primordial days, man. When men are hunters and fighters, and women are hunters are gatherers. You know, and so people want to fucking ignore biology at the same time and go believe in the fucking science when it comes to COVID. Hey, what the fuck is it? We're we going to believe in well, it's, so it's the, the same science, man. It's it's yeah. it's the political science horseshit, right? Like you guys exactly. know about the exactly. you guys know about the Marine Corps Lioness program, right? <laughs> don't tell me. No, <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear it. Be honest with you. <laughs> so it, it's uh, before the Marine Corps cucked, and and I'm just going to throw it out hard. Recently, they have right. Um, and you, you can decide when that was. When you, I mean, yeah, I did tell a story fucking 20 minutes ago about like, well, that's it. Get out of the fucking truck or fuck you. Uh, but definitively, they have recently. Uh, but the Marine Corps, uh, they, you know, when, when we started getting all, all fucking political about uh, women and, and, you know, you all you can't search people, uh, can't search women in the Middle East. Uh, the Marine Corps said, well, you know, dumb rules are dumb, but we better figure this fuck out. And so they, they created an all-volunteer force of women. You, you had to volunteer to go uh, as a, a prerequisite, right? You, you had to say, yes, I'm going to be a hard-ass. And then you, uh, these women went through SOI, right, School of Infantry. And then they did a, another in-doc program after that. And the whole point was basically SF training, right? Like the, the whole point is to weed people the fuck out who don't want to be there. And it was explicitly to make it hard on them. And even after that, what they did is they, they would take about a company worth or minimum two squads. And they would attach these two squads to a, a uh, company or battalion size or, you know, Dependent on how many women they're attaching, company to battalion size element of just straight leg infantry in the Marine Corps, and they would send out one woman with the patrol, uh, so that if they needed to go stop and search in a village, they could say, "Well, you know, we've we've got a woman here, and so it's presumably not offensive to all the rest of you that we have a woman searching them, and they could run checkpoints and things with these people." And the reality of this was as told by lionesses who got out of the program later. And by the way, 
their attrition rate was like 100%. As soon as you went through one deployment set and could get out of this program, women were leaving as fast as they could. And the reality was, according to them, look, there's a platoon of us and a battalion of grunts. So the grunts would get up in the morning and, you know, they're up at zero four and they're on a patrol by zero five and they're out there. You know, we're one of us is out there with them and they're they're out there patrolling 15, 20 clicks. Right. And one of us goes with them for one patrol. We get back. They eat something. We get a different lioness to go with them. They go out for one patrol. And most of us, the reason we did it this way is we were so broke off after one day of what they were doing that we needed two to three days to recover. And they were on those patrols every fucking day, every day, a hundred percent of the time they didn't tap out. And we, if we couldn't have stopped and healed for a couple of days, never could have made it with them. We never could have kept up. And this is the women who were in it saying that. It's just well, that. Let me say this real quick. Let me say this real quick. I don't want anybody to listen to this and think, you know, you've got veterans here. I, I am certainly not saying that a woman doesn't have the right to serve their country or go to combat. Not at all. What I am saying is you our leaders need to use some common sense and discretion when you mix women in with you know infantry type units you know special operations units you're dealing with different types of individuals and the farther up that chain you go their idea you know ideologies and they they, it becomes even more and more stringent and it it, it's kind of like in my opinion trying to mix oil with vinegar and um, it's, it's only going to mix so much. And I personally have never gone to combat with a woman. I mean, we had where Dale and I came from. Yeah, there were women doing specific jobs, but they weren't in the stack or they weren't going out on combat operations. Yeah. Oh, and, and that was that was the other that was the other thing. Bad idea. If you want to do something like that, form a new fucking unit with a, a school that is just for women to go to. It's going to function as a self-contained female-only unit. And no problem with that. But when you start sticking in women with guys and units like we came from, really bad idea. Really bad idea. That's why. Well, let me ask, let me ask let me add this, Joe. We're getting- so I I will tell you this. Don't fucking kill my son because you think you got a fucking cock and you have something to prove. Okay, and that's my fucking problem with all this shit. Because I've got a kid. A young man that's fucking NSF, Ranger, that's fucking, you know, combat arms. I don't want him fucking dead because some woman thinks she's got something to fucking prove and really doesn't need to be there. And that's the reality of it. You know what? We don't need, we don't need an integrated fucking force, man. There And there's there are biological differences. There are psychological differences. And there are sociological differences that impact the operation. Mm-hmm. And so, and here's the other thing I would add to that, right? So... How is it that today, fucking our our illustrious president, which is not my president, and I'll keep fucking saying that, but fucking Biden goes, well, transgender fucking men should be able to compete against women. Oh yeah. So what you're saying? How's that going? Yeah. How's that work? Yeah. How's that fucking work, right? And so you know you can't have it fucking both ways because we can flip the script, right? If I'm a fucking dude, goes, hey, you know what? I think I'm a fucking chick, or if a chick thinks she's a fucking dude. All right, it doesn't fucking work. There are bio- these are this is science. If you're gonna fucking tell me 
to believe the science about COVID, you better believe the science about this. There are XY chromosomes and XX chromosomes. That's it. Science yep. says that. It's fucking proven fact. All right? And there are biological differences. There are not only physiological differences, but there are psychological differences. Right. And there are sociological differences. All right? And, and you guys know, being in a military, in a combat armed unit, when you're in a freaking, what, you're in an infantry squad or what, you know, with dudes, we have the same mindset. We become a collective, man, with the same mindset. We we identify with each other. Um, when you add it, and I've been to the field with chicks, by the way, Joe, and I know how that fucking works. Dude, men will be men and women will be women, period. And I always hear women go, well, men need to keep their fucking pants up. No, actually, women need to keep their pants up, too, because they do the same fucking thing as men do. Yeah, right? do. You're no fucking better than us. You're just as promiscuous, just as fucking horny as we are. That's human nature. All right. It's not even just that, though, right? So, uh, I, I, for, for the sake of, of people involved in real stories, names and places and dates and times will be changed. But, uh, <laughs> it, look, if, if I went to a, a training evolution, right, I'll, we'll make this about me, uh, regardless of what that training evolution was, and somebody at the end of it said, uh, look, you sucked, get fucked, and you need to get better. My answer to that would be, okay, how do I get better, right? Because that's, it's the only question you can reasonably ask at that point is, what do I need to do to get better? How do I need to get up and get after this? And again, for the sake of everyone involved, I happen to know that something right along these lines happened recently. And the guy who said, get fucked, uh, you need to get better, said it to a woman who then had him charged because you can't say that kind of shit to women that's just how it works and whether anybody oh my god well does the military really need to talk like that yes i just let me throw it out hard yes if you're a pussy in the military and you break when someone hands you some mean sounding criticism the last person on planet earth I want holding a rifle next to me is you. And I don't care if you're a man or a woman. That is that is unisex uh, advice right there. If you cuck like a little bitch the moment that someone says mean words to you, what do you think Haji is going to do? What do you think black pajamas wearing guy from third country, third world country right. everywhere is going to do? They're going to fucking kill you. <laughs> right. It's true. I, I, and it's so funny because I, 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 I have a lot of friends like Dell that are, that are you know, still in SF and I've got one friend in particular, I'm not going to mention his name, but he's he's uh, an 06 and um, very smart guy. He was actually enlisted when I knew him, but he, he's, he's climbed the ranks and very, very smart guy. And, and his opinion is the same thing. It's a, it's a disaster waiting to happen. Um, yeah. I guess my question is this, and, I, if, and again, for those of you who watch it, please don't get your panties in a wad. Take a deep breath with what I'm about to say. You know, take off your hat. Put on, okay, let me think about this hat. Um, why would, and I don't know what the percentages are, but why would a woman want to serve in a unit that's a hundred percent men? Well, like that would be like me saying, I'm going to go serve in this unit. That's a hundred percent women. I can't quite put the, and maybe somebody could explain it to me. I can't put those two together. Like, why would you <coughs> do that? I understand you want to serve and make something interesting and, and, and be in, a, in an elite unit. I get it. Okay. I get all that. But how do you actually think you're going to fit in when you've got 10,000 men and two women? Like, 
what, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the psychology of that. I don't understand the psychology of it. So we we spent we spent a lot of years telling uh, both men and women that oh you're you're exactly the same right to the to the point that not too long after I got out of the military I, I was hanging out with a bunch of uh, my friends and they you know everybody had their wives there and you know I, I said look I, I'm not against all of us getting together the, the family and what have you doing stuff but. You guys need to like we we need to go do men shit at some point, right? Like there at some point there needs to be we don't invite the women. And they were like, Well, why? What's the big deal? And I was like, How about all of you just indulge me for one fucking day? Right? Like some Saturday, what we're gonna do is we're gonna get all the guys together and I don't even care what we do, right? We can sit sit around, pick nose, you know, stick your thumb in your ass, whatever you wanna do. But there will be no women. And ideally, there will be no children. Right. Uh, so, you know, if you're if your kid is, I don't know, 25 or whatever, then maybe we can talk. But uh, for a moment here, we are all going to get together as men and just hang out and do some shit. And they were like, OK, well, I guess we could arrange that. Right. Because they, they live in this world where men and women are exactly the same. And after the first time we did this, they were like, holy shit, man. It was like you could just say whatever you want. Nobody gave a just fuck. It, it was you could just be dudes. It was great. And I was like, yeah, because that's how this works. Right. If I walk into a room full of dudes and go, what's up, faggots? Nobody cries. Except, Nobody. Except for the faggot. And then he's no longer your friend. Exactly. <laughs> right. And Don, the, the verse replies that too. I think women should do the same thing. Women should yeah. go and leave the guys at home. Like, hey, you're a, you're you're a guy. Sit your yes, ass at yeah, home. Fuck off. And we're gonna go do women shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I look, have no I, problem with that. I have no idea what women do when they go do women shit because, like, one, I don't go to that. Uh, and two, uh, look. I don't know what happens there, but I do know that at the same time, I was telling the wife the same sort of shit. Is like, you know, go go find women and do women shit, and they all came back. And we're like, you know, as nice as it is to have all of you guys that like do stuff for us around, we, we really got to like go talk about women shit. Yeah. And uh, you, you want to hear about it? And I went, no, I don't want to fucking hear about women shit. <laughs> no. All right. Look, I'm sure you're getting circle crap or whatever you were doing is truly amazing to you. But I don't want to know what it is. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to know what it is. And if you explain it, I'm going to fall the fuck asleep because it's probably going to bore me to tears. So, no, let's not do that. Let's let's pretend for a moment like all the women getting together and all the men getting together and doing that at separate fucking times. Or, you know, even if it's the same day, all right, all the wives go out together and all the husbands go out together. And, like, everybody was really better off for quite some time. I moved and I think this ended. But there, there was a lot of, like, uh, you know... With, simply bitching about your spouse while your spouse is there is not a thing that happens, right? But guess what? There, there was a pressure release valve for everybody. Mm -hmm. There was fucking all kinds of fucking good shit came out of this. And it it's like it doesn't matter, right? It's like all of these people don't fucking get it. Uh, and, and for those of you who, who know, you know, or invariably a part of that sort of thing, I know a few of you do, but there, there are some that like, even though I know that I, I managed to force them into this, came back later and like, well, everybody's still the same. And I was like, bitch, you know that's not true. <laughs> yeah. We, we've, all, we've all been trained to believe that we're all the same, right? Over all the years, going, you know, going all the way back to Dr. Spock, right? We're all fucking, we're all equal, right? Which we know is bullshit. We're not all equal. And that's the reality of it. Nobody wants to hear that or believe that, right? Um, because that hurts their fucking feelings. The reality is, I am fucking not, you know, I'm not some other guy I would like to be. I am who I am. I'm doing the best I can with what I got. 
You know, I can't be, you know, I can't be a fucking astronaut. Even right now, if I want to be, I can't be an astronaut. It's just never going to fucking happen. I can't be a woman. I cannot fucking win the Miss, you know, the Miss World pageant, whatever. I don't know. That mustache might win it. I know. It might, right? They're a reality. But there are realities that we have to live with. But the society we live in tells, wants us to believe that we're all fucking equal. And not only have, now it was equal opportunities. Now it's equal outcome, right? And so that's that's the sad part about it. We cannot all be equal and we cannot all have the equal outcome. Because if we did, we'd all be fucking, you know, we, we, we'd we all be mega rich, right? That's, you know, that's the reality, but we can't. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what the world we live in. And so we've been brain, we've been brainwashing and thinking that, you know, we all have to be, you know, we have a certain, you know, equal opportunity, equal, equal outcome. We're all the same. We should be able to do all things, but nobody wants to count for the realities of life, you know? And I, and I go back to, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, go back to default, back to the combat mindset, right? Um, these people are saying that women should be allowed to be in combat armed, but should allow be allowed the opportunity. Have no fucking idea what they're signing, what they're signing up for. Um, you know, that's the last place I think any of us would like to see a woman um, is in combat, right? And and so because we understand the horrors of it behind it, and it's like, man, I would, I listen. I don't have PTSD, right? I don't give, I sleep good at night. I don't care how many guys I fucking let the air out of. I don't care because they were bad guys. Okay. And I sleep good at night knowing I got rid of some fucking vermin on this planet. But what does bother me is that I fucking had to watch women and fucking children fucking cry and fucking die because of shit like this because of war. And that's what fucking keeps me up at night. That's what's fucking brought me to the psychologist. That's what's fucking giving me severe PTSD. And so, you know what? The last thing I want is anybody's fucking daughters or wives to go through the same shit, you know, or sons for that fucking matter, you know? But at the end of the day... That's a shtick that that I don't think people fucking understand at all, right? Because you you hear all this absolute bullshit in the media about like, oh my God, did you have to do terrible things? Like, uh, define terrible things because I don't think we have the same definition here. Like, did uh, did I did I turn a guy who was one of the worst people on planet Earth into a fucking pink mist? Yes, uh, I'm cool with that. Are you? Because I, I feel like this is a bigger problem for you than it is for me. But for all the guys that I know that died for bureaucratic horseshit, that bugs me. Right? Yeah. Uh, for all the guys that I know that uh, you know for. For everybody who's like, oh, man, everyone just dehumanizes all these people. Like, there's a little village right next to where we were at that uh, it was generally full of good people. I'm sure there was some shithead in there, but it was generally a good little village, and they were uh, good people, and they were trying to just live their lives. And I know for a fact that right after we rotated out and the guys that replaced us got there, they stopped looking after that little village, and some people there died because they weren't personally looking after the village. Does that bug me? Yeah, that bugs me. Right, like good people getting smoked for no good fucking reason, it sucks. But well, you you made a good point, Don, a, minute, a second ago about um, and the question is, well, you know, dehumanizing people. Well, the reality is, as a fucking soldier, you have to dehumanize people if you're gonna fucking do your job. Because when you start looking at fucking people, as you get ready to shoot in the fucking face, yeah, right. anything other than that, it becomes a it gets it gets in the fucking way. Right? Yeah. And it might cost you your life and everybody else on your team's life. So there comes a point where that person that you're going to fucking shoot is no longer a human. 
he becomes a fucking E-type silhouette. And you yeah. fucking drill him two in the body and one in the fucking head. Right? And so these are these are the nuances that the civilian population out there just doesn't fucking grab, grasp, right? I, I was in a situation a couple of years ago where I was a bodyguard for a very, um, uh, for a millionaires, right? But bottom line is, I won't go into the details right now, be in my next book. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I was surrounded by her, her uh, you know, all her cronies, everybody that's in her culture. They're all fucking super liberal. They all hated Trump. Um, they thought I was like a fucking, like a lost puppy, you know, they never met a veteran before and they all wanted to fucking pet me and fucking hold me and shit, you know, and they just had no idea about the military culture and they just couldn't get their head around. Why wouldn't you fucking allow transvestites and transsexuals and all these other people in the fucking military? And, uh, they just didn't get it. And I gave them an example of where we actually had a homosexual molest one of our guys one night after a party. And how that literally fucking made the entire unit for 30 days combat ineffective. Literally, we were having fist fights during the morning formation outside with everybody else over this shit, right? And um, it was really, really bad. And so I explained to him, I was like, listen, you cannot change people that have grown up with a certain way of thinking. For example, people that grew up in a Judeo-Christian environment they grow up and believe in you know red white and blue john wayne american way and all of a sudden you're telling them that you know they should overlook some guy giving them a blow job in the middle of the night while they're asleep and they wake up um it just doesn't fucking hold water man and so um it causes problems so you know they couldn't get their head around until i explained it to them and i wasn't nice about it man when they they decided they want to hear my story because I actually refused to give it to them. And they're like, hey, no, no, we want to hear what you have to say. I said, all right, well, hold on, fuckers. Let me raise a range flag. Fucking range flags up. Fucking, fucking lock the top to 50 caliber. And fucking, I let them have it. They got so fucking ugly, man. That I remember I remember they fucking literally got up like, oh, my God, this is so uncomfortable. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I was like, yeah, that's your fucking answer. Run, you fucking cowards, man. You fucking liberal fucking cowards. When you don't understand anything, you fucking either run or you try to fucking flip the script. There's the reality of it. Here's the truth from a guy that's been there and done that. And I tried to explain to him what the problems with that is. They don't want to hear it. You know, they there's a utopia. They, they believe there's a utopia out there that we all can live in. And there's oh, no yeah. such thing. Since the beginning of mankind, we've had 12,000 wars, 12,000 wars, man. OK, that's what we are is the warring ape. Ask fucking, you know, there's I mean, goddamn, there's plenty of social psychologists out there that will tell you that um, we are good. Gustav LeBron. You know, he'll tell you we're the warring ape. That's what we fucking do, man. We fucking kill each other. We fight over territory. We fight over women. We fight over fucking tribes. We fight over culture. We fight over fucking money. And that's why we're fighting. Exactly. That's what we do, man. That is the human condition. And when people can realize, okay, you know what? You're not going to change that. It's inherent. It's innate within us. Okay. And there's no such thing as kumbaya one world order, we're all going to get along. No, because you know why? Because somebody's in fucking power and somebody is going to be submissive. And that's yep. the fucking problem. As long as you, as long as you have an uh, uh, unequal power, an uh, equal balance of fucking power, there's always going to be conflict, strife, and resentment. And oh, so and that's, that, that's the, you know, the wild dream of these fucking people is that we're suddenly going to get a balance of power somehow. Right. And like, never gonna you, know, uh, you know, what's amazing is at the founding of the United States, 
the states got together and uh, everybody was talking about whether or not we we're going to make this one country. And uh, somebody, and I, I forget who, uh, said, well, look, if we don't, we're going to make war on each other. And somebody else answered with, well, why would the states make war on each other? And the answer was, because that's always what two different governmental powers who aren't linked together do. Always. Forever. And that's the way it's going to work. Either we're going to be one country or we're going to make war on each other. That's what's going to happen. And it's just true. You know, we've known this for millennia, but somehow we've forgotten today. Well, it's not that we haven't forgotten. It's just that 95% 95% the dumb masses the usually it's don't fucking know it. why because they're not studying history they're not fucking doing their due diligence they listen to CNN and all the bullshit networks and they fucking go along they listen to the, the guy on the left and the right you go I must they know a bit more than I do they go along with the fucking program and that's the problem man it's always been a problem in history you know it's 5% of society that carries the other 95% it's a 95% that eventually will weigh you fucking down and destroy everybody. That 5% can only hold it up for so long. And that's where we are now, man. We're in the same fucking place. And guess what? The manipulators, they're above us, man. They know they know that. They're the master manipulators. These fucking people like Pelosi, I mean, she's actually come out on fucking the news and said... You know, how do you freaking spin a story to, to win, you know, political favor? I mean, she actually admitted that. I'm like, you you know, and she did that bold face because she knew 90% of the population right. wouldn't fucking, it wouldn't register. Like, oh. hey, just go right over the fucking head. Yep. I mean, she said it. She told you what she was going to do to you. And you fucking let it go over your fucking head. Yeah. You know, and that's where we are, man. Unfortunately, you know, there's a small group, a percentage of us that are going to be the victims of the mob. The dumb masses manipulated by the, those in fucking power. And we're fucked. We're actually, we're the ones that are going to get persecuted. We're the ones that are going to fucking end up in the in death camps. You know, I can go on all day long. But history well, they, is replete with fucking examples of this. And we're repeating it again and again and again because we're, the dumb masses are allowing it. They're well, allowing it to happen. That, that's that's classic social medicine right there is, you know, if... if if people in the the apartment buildings in Soviet Russia would have stood up to the Red Army when they were kicking down people's doors, even if they would have failed, it would have told the Red Army that there was a cost to going and taking these people and putting them in gulags, even if that's all the reticence there was, even if that was all that was holding them back. Is, you know what? I do have to be careful. I can't just go do whatever I want. Then the Soviet Union would have been much different. Then the gulags would have been much different. Then everything would have changed. But no one would stand up to them coming and booting indoors because those people are bad people, uh, because those people are, you know, well, they, they shouldn't have thought uh, whatever wrong thing they thought. They shouldn't have been doing whatever they were doing. And everyone passively sat by and let it happen. And he, he po- poses this idea that, like, even if it had been a real tiny minority of people right then it becomes well am i am i rushing the building that is full of a tiny minority of people or not mm-hmm. and if i you know and you have to roll slower you can't just go <laughs> do whatever you want and it the reality here is that over and over and over again people once they get nice and comfortable let this sort of shit happen so well to your, to your point you know what to your point real quick is here's what's going on right now so they have basically convince the public 
to turn on their fucking neighbors, reporting for not wearing a mask, reporting for having more 10 people over on Thanksgiving. Um, you know, basically, this is where we are. And that's how it starts. The government just doesn't come in fucking and bully people. Um, what they do is they manipulate the public. Turn on your fucking brothers, turn on your fucking neighbors, report them for this, report them for that. And slowly the government comes in and starts fucking dealing with it. And that's yeah. how that happened with World War II and the, and the Nazis and the Jews. It wasn't the Nazis just said, hey, we're going to fucking, we're going to wage war against all the Jews and fucking round you up. No, they actually convinced the Germans that the Jews were bad and they needed to help fucking round these guys, these people up. That's how it started before the German army and the and the secret police came in and started fucking reinforcing the thing. And that's where we are today. The fact that we've got fucking, you know, Americans fucking ratting each other out because you're not wearing a fucking mask. Actually, I just saw something today where um, they had people at a, at a gathering weren't wearing masks and that was reported to some fucking federal agency, the police, and they're actually going to investigate and find out who wasn't wearing the mask. This is how the bullshit starts. Um, and I'm telling you right now, the only way you fucking stop it is you go to guns now, man, because the only thing people respect is violence. At the end of the day, you know, the people are, and I hate all the pacifists that go, well, violence never solves nothing. The fuck it don't. <laughs> Turns right? out violence it solves a lot of shit. <laughs> it solves a lot of shit, man. And when you know that somebody's going to fucking shoot back, you're going to fucking say, whoa, let me slow down a little bit, you know? And so, um, you know, the reality is the other reality is this most people just don't have the balls the guts to fight for themselves and i've seen that over and over where people would allow themselves to be killed rather than actually trying to fight back it's like yeah. they try to negotiate themselves out of a out of a situation that they know is imminent it's gonna they're gonna die they try to negotiate their way out rather than trying to fight the way out and that is actually the human condition you know, I don't know if that's been bred out of us, um, if it's been, you know, trained into us, um, but that's the reality. And that goes back to the dumb masses, the useful idiots. I would say 95% of the population is, you know, and I and people, oh, I'll fucking shoot you, you'd break in my house. You know what? I beg the difference. Will you? I bet you I could, <laughs> I could bet you I could break in your fucking house and you'll fucking think twice about if you really want to shoot me. By that time, I'll let the air out of you, man. That's the reality of human condition. And so until that changes, all you're going to do is become the slave to those in power, to the manipulators on top. They to know the, that. That's why they're there. To the, hey, to let, the, me, let me say a real quick story. Let me tell you something real. This has really nothing to do with anything, but this just goes to show how, how scared people are. I was in Food Line the other day, and when you go in the Food Line where I live, you, you, they have a person there wiping the carts down and handing you a mask to put on. <laughs> um, straight up, straight up. And so I, I don't like these fucking masks. I didn't put it on. All right. So I'm going down an aisle, and a, a, a guy. Now I'm gonna. I'm not a big guy, you know. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm not an imposing figure by any stretch of imagination. But anyway, this dude that kind of looked like Barney Rubble. Okay, so when <laughs> I looked at him. He looked like Barney Rubble. He up to me and he says, "Where's your mask?" And I said, "I didn't put one on, sir." He says, you either put one on or you leave, is what he said to me. No bullshit. And I was like, well, sir, I'm not putting on a, on a mask. And um, I said, do you own the store? And he says, no. I said, well, why are you getting that? He was actually, amp he was getting amped up. 
This is some Wait, customer? <laughs> yeah! Dude, if you see guys, I can go like this. I can go like this. Shut up. Like, really. This dude was that close. I thought he was going to hit me. I, I, and I'm telling you right now, I left food line. I left my fucking art, and I left because this guy was going so cuckoo. He says, they're putting me at risk. And, and I'm like, why are you? Oh, he was losing his shit, dude. Yeah, and it's not that I was afraid of him. I just wanted to avoid a situation. So you can you, know I mean? you can see the importance of all. And I have to go back real quick on an asterisk, Dale. When you said if uh, I break into your house, I doubt you'll shoot me. We have to make a very specific footnote that Dale, you were in, <laughs> you were in Delta Force for a decade. Not that's kind of your specialty is breaking in <laughs> and killing everyone before they can kill you. But uh, and then to Ted, I yeah, that guy. Well, one, if you're putting me at risk, why did he approach you? But two, it's right. you can you can see the this what this is is this is a this is a social conditioning. It's not it it's not what it is wearing a mask. It's not what what you're ratting for. It's the very act of will you submit to a seemingly socially awkward thing that we haven't yeah. done for the history of mankind? Wear a mask on your face. If can under a year, can you turn it from uh, except from okay people will, from a taboo to okay some people will do it to okay everyone will do it to anyone that doesn't do it is a black sheep and they can yeah. it doesn't matter what it is whether it's a mask whether it's a rainbow sticker on your right <laughs> thumbnail it doesn't matter what it is what it I is I should have took my camera out I, I was uh, I was so befuddled you it, shot I was shocked face. I'll be honest with you Z- and I, Z- Z- I should have just took out my camera like what did you just say. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to be a dick, but I left. I literally left my car. You, you, you should have coughed on. You should have told him to get fucked. You should, yeah, <laughs> you should have been. A, you should, dude. You should have. You should have been a dick because you just gave him a victory, right? So this guy's gonna go. You're putting me at risk. No, actually, you put yourself at risk by leaving your fucking house and yeah. coming out here, right? So they, they want to absolve themselves of personal responsibility. At Indeed. the end of the day, if you if you think there's a fucking risk, why would you fucking leave the fucking house? Right, right? Yeah. You expect everybody else to fucking go, hey, to protect your fucking ass? Um, you know, and so, you know, what well, well, I expect... Let me tell you why I left, too. There was a camera right there. And you know as well as I do, guys, the good guy gets fucked back. Yeah. And... And, and I know that because I've been that person before where I got and broke off with no Vaseline. And I wasn't about to happen again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and so I left. I'm like, you know what? Let the fight another day. And this guy was losing his shit. I could see his his posture, uh, his facial expressions. Like he was. I don't let him. I let him take the swing. Yeah. I let him lose his shit and take that fucking shot, dude. I don't well, take so- the shot. Oh, no. fucking bury him right there. The point, the, point Walmart, here, man. The, point, so, the point here was this. It blew me away that people are just so angry. Yeah. Like, there's so many angry. It's like everybody's taking angry pills right now. Angry. Oh, yeah. Angry, angry, angry. And, and, and it's a matter of time. It's a matter of time until this powder keg that we're sitting Whoa. on. It's been fizzing yeah. for a year now. With that fucking short-ass fuse. It's just going to go poof because here's, something's going to happen yeah. somewhere, and that's going to be the catalyst. That'll be the catalyst. Here's my, here's my prediction, man. Here's my prediction because not all humans are stupid, and there's enough of us out here that have fucking common sense. We're, we're already reaching the point of fucking, you know, um, you know, we're, we're at the point now where we're, 
most people are, people are starting to go, that's enough. Enough is enough, and they're starting to push back. Okay, and I think what's going to happen is there's enough reasonable people out there to go, I'm not doing it no more, and you're going to see, you're going to see a rebellion. And it's not going to work out the way the fucking government wants or all the governments want. It's not going to happen. There's going to be enough people out to create enough resistance to push it back. It's going to cause problems. And there's going to be, again, but it's not going to solve the problem. What's going to end up happening is there's going to be a compromise somewhere meeting in the middle, right? So we're never going to get back to the old normal, okay? They keep talking about this new normal, right? Like it's uh, like they're trying to brainwash everybody. It's the new normal, wearing a mask. And we're gonna we're never gonna get back to normal. We're gonna have to kind of ratchet it down and find balance between this new normal to acquiesce to the fucking radicals on the left and think that wearing a mask for a, a disease at a 99.6% survivability rate is acceptable. And now a double mask on top of that, right? Yeah. And those of us that are going, hey, we wanna fucking live, we wanna feed our families, and we wanna fucking prosper, and we're done. So the you know the days uh, a year ago are gone. I don't think it's ever going to be the same, man. I think we're going to live in another fucking world. And uh, here's what I tell my friends all the time, especially where I'm at in this part of the world, is like, look, man, there's never going to be normalcy again, like we as we know it. The best thing you can do, because right now the people that are making that are profiting off of this are people in power and the rich people, the pharmaceutical companies. People that are doing fucking PCR testing for all these, even the airlines now are starting to fucking profit, right? Because they're doing PCR testing at the airports. I go on all day long. The people that are fucking profiting are above us, the government and these fucking, you know, the, the rich folks. The people yeah. that are suffering are the people in the middle class and the lower class that are losing their fucking businesses and going, fuck, what do I do now? Right? And be, are slowly becoming reliant on the government. And so what I tell my friends is you better fucking get smart and figure out how you're going to get to the top and make money off of this thing and survive. And if you want to do it with a conscience and you want to do it with integrity and you want to be moral about it, figure out a way that you can fucking push back against the government and the rich and help the, and help everybody else. I've got a plan in place already for doing that. Um, I'm not going to fucking get rich you know, fucking riding the gravy train with the fucking rich and the fucking, you know, and the, and the politicians. I'm going to do it by fucking helping everybody else and bring us back to normalcy. I don't want to talk about what I'm going to do here. I've already got the action plan in, in place, but uh, there's a way to do that. There's a way to fucking flip the script, and that's what it's going to take. It's going to take guys on the middle class and lower class to fucking use that live brain cell they have, at least one of them motherfuckers, and implement it and fucking figure out how they're going to push back against those in fucking power and take their fucking power and take the money from the fucking rich. That's how we're going to fucking win. If you're going to sit there and go, well, they're smarter than me and they have more money, I'll just acquiesce, well, then you get what you fucking deserve. Well, and they, <laughs> sort of to a point that was going on earlier, both, both with... Uh, Joe's Joe's uh, store story and uh, the, the general premise of you know fighting back at all. Uh, I, I probably shouldn't personalize this, so I'll just use a little bit of history instead. It, when it, go go look at Vietnam, right? In Vietnam, if you if you walked into it, if you patrolled into a city that was vaguely friendly to you at all. You could at least work with local populace a little, mm-hmm. right? You know, you maybe it's not the best place in the world, but you know that not every house is going to be shooting at you. 
right? You, there's a little bit of traction you can use there. There's a little, you know, there's, uh, you know, that one house isn't going to shoot at you. So you don't cover that house as hard as you cover everything else, whatever, right? The flip side of that is SOG, where when SOG went into Laos, everything was hostile. And the only way that SOG managed to live was having so ridiculously much air power that they could take down whole divisions of NBA, right? And that is the difference, is either the people who are going to do this are going to walk into a city where they know there's people they can work with, they know there's things, you know, they'll, they'll get intel out of there, they'll, all kinds of stuff, or they're going to need to be so massively kinetic that the country's over anyway, let's be honest, mm-hmm. right? You know, if you're, if you're dropping daisy cutters in the middle of major city number two, uh, that city is over, mm-hmm. right? It's not there anymore, it's gone now. And I, I don't think they'd be willing to do it, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think so. And so what they need to do is foment this kind of, we can work with you, we can, we can now do targeted operations against one guy two guys, right, at most, one house full of people. Because if you walk into an entirely hostile city, an entirely hostile situation, you simply can't do that kind of shit. Like, okay, maybe maybe you can fucking helo some people onto a rooftop and get there that way. But if the whole city starts shooting the helo, it's a very different situation than if you can just fly in there and be like, oh, well, people people don't care, right? Like, it's I can just go do whatever I want. And it's going to need to be that way. And that's why it's so important to foment all this fear, create all this bullshit about, uh, you know, go, people being willing to go up to Joe and be like, you're putting me at risk, right? That guy, that guy is now an asset in that city. Mm-hmm. And there are millions of them in basically every major city. It mm-hmm. gives you the capability to go in there and do things that you otherwise couldn't. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's such a big problem. But nobody, you know, like, most people probably, if they knew that they were being used by like that, would probably be pissed. But you can't get them to stop and think and go like, "Well, am I am I the asshole here? Am I the problem?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's the idea. It's the idea that if you, the media, and the government are all saying the same thing, guess what? You're not the counterculture. But they all mm-hmm. they're all still having this wet dream that died in the '60s. Yeah. Um, one point I've been bringing up recently is because I do have some, you know, moderate Democrat friends who I do have on the podcast because they're my friends. I've known them for 10 years and they've been there in my life during hard times. And my friendship's more important to, to me than than politics. But what I've been pointing out recently is that as, you know, episodes like this where, you know, for for white supremacist Nazis, which is what we're painted as, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, as we slowly get banned you know being white supremacist Dale yeah right but as you take down Alex Jones then you take down President Trump then you take down Project Veritas and then soon it will be this podcast soon they'll take down I don't know how they haven't taken down Don yet they'll get rid of Dale they'll get rid of Ted Eye you have to understand to any of my moderate Democrat friends listening is that they don't stop canceling they exist on canceling they exist on destroying so as we disappear there becomes a new far right, and it's simply mm-hmm. the most far right existing people. Eventually, you, moderate Democrat, it will get to when you're going, yeah, I'm liberal, maybe for Medicaid for all, you know, I'm for some higher taxes on the rich people, but I'm but not, not for, far enough. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. but I'm not for giving hormones to four year olds. I think that's a little weird. You know, I think there are two <laughs> genders. But, you know, aside from that, I vote for guess what? Very soon they're going to look at you the same way they look at MAGA hat people. 
There's no very soon. This is already happening, right? They're coming for Twitter. They're coming Twitter is this idiot microcosm where you can see the future of the whole country happening, uh, at least as long as the left maintains this capability to destroy people and things. Because whatever Twitter starts losing their mind about is what you can reasonably assume the rest of the world will go after eventually. And you're already a transphobe if you don't think that a nine-year-old should go, you know, I feel like being a girl, therefore stop puberty. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that kid has any understanding what puberty is. They don't, Come know, on. They don't know what it is. If I, <laughs> when, I, when I was seven, if I told my dad I wanted to be a, I wanted to be made of Legos, he'd look at me and say, that's nice. If I said, yeah, dad, right. I want to be a girl, he'd look at me and say, that's nice. He doesn't mm-hmm. give a shit. I mean, we're giving, we're giving, you know, you got to be 18. You got to be 18 to join the military. You got to be an old, you got to be very, we got to go through psychiatric evaluations. If you want to own a handgun, you want to chop your dick off and put a clip there and take some beta blockers. By God, you're stunning and brave. Happy third birthday, James. That's what Mm -hmm. it is. But very soon, if you're not for that, you are going to be the far right. And then when you say, how come they're canceling me? It's the most cliche. First, they came for the Jews, but I didn't say anything because I wasn't a Jew, blah, 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 blah. And then there was nobody left. The people that you grow, because right now when we get canceled, I can call on the moderate Democrat people and I can be like, "Dude, you, they're canceling us. You don't think this is bad?" When they come for you, Mister Moderate Democrat, the only people you're going to be able to look to to say, "Hey, why are we getting canceled?" are going to be the most the most psychopathic, neon blue hair, seventeen gendered fucks. They're oh, not yeah. going to they're not going to stop it. It, 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 it's it's not going to stop. The canceling will continue and continue and continue. And that's that's why you can't start with anything. If Alex Jones want to talk about Sandy Hook being a false flag and interdimensional aliens raping Aztec sacrifices, go for it. Let him know. Not, you know, hey, you know, that's a, that's a fun trip. I'll listen to that every once in a while. But it will never stop. And that's the way it's slowly marching. It's just Tom, I think that's a good segue out of this. And I have to bounce. Like I told I, I, at 1230, I got another call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've been going for like two hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus you're right. Yeah. But anyway, guys, um, yeah, that's an excellent segue. And for those watching, you know, just remember, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Dale is. I am. Um, Don, these these are opinions, and and uh, but our opinions sure. are also based on facts, mm-hmm. and we're not uh, we're not just pulling stuff out of the air. We are doing our homework, and we're listening to both sides, not just you know the right left. We're listening, and like Dale says, if you have one brain cell, and I'll, I'll end on this: if you have one brain cell, you should be able to see what's going on. If you don't, then you have been indoctrinated somehow somewhere by someone not to think with clarity mm-hmm. and with some basic common sense i mean i, I mean i'm not the smartest tool in the toolbox but i got some pretty much common sense i don't have dale's education but e- even my dumb ass can see what the hell is going on here mm-hmm. so anyway that's my two cents i'm gonna bounce tom thanks again for having me on uh let's do it again for sure absolutely indeed all right my man well thanks, uh Don and dale do you guys want to wrap this shit up yeah, I'll just say, you know, same thing with, uh, you know, Joe. You know, every the, the, the problem is in the world now is you're not entitled to an opinion. Um, you're judged by an opinion, right? Which is sad. <clears throat> like, that's why I got banned off of Facebook because I made the comment that I just thought Americans were dumb. And I got banned for 30 days for hate speech, right? And so, um, and actually, I got banned for a week because I told a story about my dog dying. Actually, I bought my dog dying and said it's harmful to others. And then I mentioned, uh, and, then, and then I got banned again 
prior to that. So I've been banned like four times in six weeks. Um, last time for 30 days. And the other time was I, I told a story about me being quarantined in Indonesia, what happened to me. And uh, I got banned for that. It's like, damn, I can't even tell a story about my experiences or my opinions without being without being scrutinized or being labeled as, uh, you know, a racist, a misogynist. And, and you guys know I'm probably the, the least racist guy here. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I've been married to black women. Hispanic women, Chinese women. My wife is Indonesian Muslim. Um, I've got kids from all of them. I can go on all day long. I'm the last racist guy on the planet. I just call it the way I see it. Maybe I, maybe you don't see it like I do, but that's my opinion. It's my perspective. And you can't, you shouldn't penalize me for that no more than I should penalize you for your perspective. What we should be doing is trying to meet in the middle going, okay, let's, what's going on here? And why do we see things differently? Let's get some clarity. But we're, we're way beyond that, man. We're way beyond that. And we're way beyond that, not because, um, we're, we're, actually, we're way beyond that because we've been manipulated by the powers to be um, to think differently, right? We've been divided up over the last year. We've saw that, right? This Black Lives Matter movement. You know, by the way, they've, they've been just nominated for uh, Nobel, Nobel Peace Prize. Nobel Peace Prize. It's like, how does that work when they're a Marxist socialist organization? And they admit it. How are they, and, and they're destroying people's lives. They're responsible between them and Antifa for killing over 30 people last year. How are they fucking peaceful, right? And it's it's always comes back down to it's a psyops game. By psychological operations. If you can convince the other guys that what you're saying is true, even Hitler said it. If you repeat a lie enough times, people will actually believe it's true. And that's exactly where we're at, right? So um, unfortunately, those of us that are actually telling the truth are seen as liars. All the liars that are lying are seen as, you know, those that are speaking the truth. And so we've got democracy. Yeah, we've got a paradox here, man. It's like, you know, the, the script has been flipped it, been flipped on us. And uh, so, you know, if anybody, you know, listen, tonight, you know, I got a little revved up. Um, you know, I was dropping a lot of F-bombs. Um, but I've gotten to the point in life where, you know, at my age, of almost 58, I don't give a fuck anymore. And, you know, be honest with you, I've seen it, seen it all. I've done it all. I've experienced, you know, pretty much all of it. And, uh, and, and I'm smart enough, mature enough to see what I see. And, and, and I'm going to call it like the way I see it. You may not like it. Um, you might think I'm an asshole. Well, go fuck yourself if that's what you think. And you go, you know, and that's, and that's how, it is, how it is. Because too many people in this world want to be politically correct and be nice and be sensitive. I'm not that fucking guy. I never have been. And most of us on the right are not that way, especially on the far right. And I'm not saying I'm an extremist. I'm just on the right. And I believe in being fair. I have some liberal ideas, some liberal tendencies, but uh, I also have some very conservative ideals because of the way I grew up. And that's Every what's kept we'll, me we'll on We'll that shit out of you. Give us some time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, you know, so I, I'm just bringing, you know, I'm, I want to put that all out there because, uh, you know, I'm sure shit, you know, I know some assholes out there, they're going to get their feelings hurt because, you know, they're uncomfortable in their fucking tight jeans and their fucking man buns and bullshit, you know? And that's just the difference, man. Between me and you, I grew up in a different era. I have a different mindset of what, uh, you know, what what patriotism means, what Americana, you know, Americanism means, what masculinism uh, means. I have a different perspective. Does it make me wrong? No. 
Um, it's what got me to where I am today. And it's actually because of me and my peer group and, and my predecessors that brought America to a place where we were the most richest, powerful uh, country in the world where everybody wants to come. Don't forget that. Everybody still trying to cross the damn border to get there. If it were that bad, why does everybody want to be an American? So ask yourself that question. And it's because many of us have created this fucking, this country that we can be proud of. And be honest with you, and I've said this and I'll say it again, I'm no longer proud of my country. I'm ashamed to be an American because of what I've seen um, in the last you know, 10, 15 years. Um, I, I shake my head on my fuck. I've actually considered denouncing my citizenship and just fucking walking away. And I feel betrayed. Um, I feel very betrayed. I feel my family's been betrayed. All, you know, all the veterans in my family have been betrayed because we have fought so hard for these ideals that we call Americana patriotism. And suddenly, and suddenly we're standing here going, fuck, the same ideals we fought against, we're now expected to defend socialism, communism. What a fucking kick in the balls. And you assholes that fucking voted for that shit, go fuck yourself. You deserve everything you get. <laughs> so that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> so you can please that out if you want, man. No, fuck that. <laughs> well, uh, it's already live, so yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I'm keeping it. No, it's beautiful. No, I mean, it's... it's, it's... So there, there was a... <sighs> To piggyback, well, to sort of sum up so much of this discussion, when I enlisted, there was a, there, there was a little a little poster on the door of my enlistment office that said, uh, "Americans, something to the effect of Americans can sleep soundly in their beds because rough men are willing to do violence on their behalf at night, or sleep soundly in their beds at night because rough men are willing to do violence on their behalf." And as long as the enemy is off American shores, that remains true. And the problem is when they're on American shores, you better figure out how to be that rough man because it's it's going to be us. It's not, you know, it, when when Pearl Harbor happened, look, at least they went after a bunch of guys who signed up to do that. When 9-11 happened, that's not what happened, right? right? And when your own government is the one doing it, they're not going to be going after the military, at least not after, not after the very beginning, right? That, that 60-day sand down, to find the extremists in the U.S. military, uh, that should be the most terrifying thing you've ever heard in your fucking life because uh, that right there is the ideological conformity so that you can use that military to do terrible mm -hmm. things to that citizen. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. And don't get me wrong, they won't be as good as the guys that they got rid of. They never are. The extremists are the guys who are out there. You know, the extremists are the guys who are out there actually getting it done. They're the guys who... You know, the, the guy who thinks, yes, I'm willing to die for my country is kind of the guy you need to get hard shit done, yeah. right? And if, if what you do is get rid of that guy, they're not going to be as good, but there will be shit tons of them, and they will have lots of cool toys, and those cool toys will make up for a lot of them sucking at doing their job if they're dealing with people who won't fight back. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's right. That's, it's, you got to purge the whole thing. You got to find the dissenters. That's the thing. That's what they're doing right now. And you know what? If, if if it doesn't scare everyone, then we deserve what's coming. Indeed. Uh, I, I will say, because uh, I'm sure that there is going to be cut out things in a moment here, um, a bunch of you have donated money. I will stick around and answer questions in a minute here, even if nobody else does. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's, let's wrap this bitch up because uh, I, got, I got another one in a little bit. 
So, uh, Don, thank you, my friend. Dale, thank you for coming on. We'll resume with the American uh, Badass volumes next week. And uh, uh, I'm a man. Cool. All right. Don, th- <laughs> thank you for uh, having us uh, on your live stream. Always good, guys. Uh, I, I really yeah. – some days these are the most cathartic things that I do in the fucking world. <laughs> hey, 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 all, hey, all, Don's, uh, all Don's followers, uh, please come subscribe. I haven't gotten a new subscriber since Election Day. I've yeah, plateaued. I, I mean, no, I mean I, literally. Not one. I, I know the feeling. What? At least you're at least what? you're not on the downstroke. Horizontal. Right? Uh, Horizontal. So it, it, at least YouTube is not overtly suppressing you because uh, I am down about a hundred subscribers since election day. I, I am at zero wow. I'm at zero new ones. Well, I probably just dropped to like a thousand. No, fuck that, Dale. You, you're what gets me, people. You're what gets me subscribers. That's, that's why you come on. It's, 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 dude, it's gone. It's fucking, it's getting absurd. So, uh, hey, Don subscribers, please uh, come subscribe to me. And uh, I'm not. Go a, visit Tommy. He's I'm, not, I'm not as pretty as Don. But, well, nobody is. Uh, well, well, Dale, <laughs> Dale is. Dale, Dale, real quick, Dale, you need to enter. You need to enter the Miss Universe. You need yeah, to go. I'm you need to go. Just, just say just your mustache. No, just go in and I mean, say I'm a woman now. I mean, I got some boobies, man. <laughs> we'll be stunning and brave. That's all just, I'm saying. Just go in and say I identify as a woman now, and it'll just be Comstock and Aaliyah. That's, that's all you got to do, right? Yeah. I mean, shit. You know, cry a little bit. I'm good. Yeah, that's you've right. got it all, man. You've yeah. got the passion. They'll love it. But, uh, that's the rules now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Stunning and brave. All right. Let's wrap this bitch up. Don, thank you, Dale. I'll right, see bro. you next week, man. All right, man. Be good. Thanks, guys. Right. I'll catch you all later. All right. All right, dude. All right. Peace. Bye bye. Bye bye.